Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Find the Path Research Check. Today, we're talking about lost omens, gods, and magic, kind of a, a little bit of a throwback. I am Jessica Peters. For a little bit longer. <laughs> I'm Jessica Jenkins, but not officially because I haven't gotten my name changed because that takes a long time and everything is very slow right now. Yeah. It's a pain. It's a pain. Soon I'll be Jessica Jenkins. Wizard Jenkins, and, and it will be both be JJ. Yes. Anyway, All I'm joined J's. by, I guess, my husband, this guy over here. Yeah. <laughs> hi, guys. I guess. Which you should say your name. <laughs> hi, I'm Jordan, also of the Jenkins clan. <laughs> Bizarre. And my best friend for life. Uh, yep. She knows too much. I am Rachel Sandage. Excellent. And now you know my closest <laughs> allies. <laughs> All right. Wow, everybody else on FTP just get wrecked. <laughs> you know, they are allies, but these two are my closest allies. I've known Rachel for like ever, like 15 years or something. And like Probably. we're married. So We'd it's like a whole to, thing. We do the math, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, you came here to talk about gods and magic, not about Jessica's personal life. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, That's I guess we could free. talk about that if you wanted to, but it'd be very weird. Yeah, weird stream. <laughs> Yeah, it would. Um, but yeah, so we're talking about gods and magic. Um, I guess we dive right in. Uh, the yeah. overview had some cool new doodads. And I'm going to kick us off actually with a question that came from our Patreon from Tobin52. Uh, the question is essentially okay. two questions. It's one of those Rachel specials where it's one question, but it's two questions. <laughs> um, That's the norm. How much of the book is devoted to lore versus mechanics? And how much of the information contained is new versus something from like inner sea gods and one Um, After looking through it, I'd say it's probably like 85% lore and like 15% mechanics. Um, I felt like it was mostly lore. Uh, like, yeah, it does yeah, have like were... a chapter of mechanics essentially or like a yeah. couple chapters, but. I mean, technically like things like in. the anathema are mechanics. Um. So there's things like that. Um, and the we'll get into some of the, the mechanical parts, I think. The one thing that if you're looking at this uh, from Gods and Magic is this has a collation of a lot of other information that wasn't just inner sea gods. So it expands upon, mm -hmm. you know, the, the major 20 deities and actually gives you, you know, 20 more deities that are uh, maybe not as far flung, but you can still find inside the Galarian setting. Yeah. Demigods, some of the other pantheons. So like there's a there's sections about the elder gods, there's sections about uh you know imperial lords. I mean, you know, that kind of stuff where um, you know, it it's more flavor text, but maybe not necessarily as much information as you might have found in a first edition book that was specifically about that. There are also some deities I'd never heard of before in this book. So that was pretty Lots cool. Lots of those, actually, yeah. And I've done my fair share of just like delving into weird esoteric things in first edition. So well, you know, that's the fun part. That's the fun part. Um, <laughs> so I guess, you know, speaking of mechanics, there are uh, essentially like alternate domains. There's uh, expanded domains and there's like splinter face. So there's some stuff in here. Uh, mm -hmm. So yeah. what do you guys think about these alternate domain rules? Um, alternate domains for me are kind of interesting because they're very, I think they kind of fill that same niche as subdomains did in first edition, but mm -hmm. gives you the yeah. ability to actually do something different instead of it being like just a specialization of one of the existing domains that a deity has. Mm -hmm. So I think that's kind of cool. I think it, it kind of expands on what the 
gods represent too you know that way they're not just like one one sided they're usually they're multifaceted in some way and i think this kind of helps you know expand on that that's true i uh i have to say that i think splinter faith is kind of interesting it's essentially a feat you can take weirdly if you do, if you're not a human or human adjacent thing, you don't get a feat at first level, so you can't take this at first level. But if you mm. don't take it at first level, you have to do retraining. Yeah, that's kind of kind that's of weird. weird. Yeah, because basically th- this background says you grew up in a religious organization, monastery, church, something like that, where like faith was very important to your upbringing. No, 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 but, no, no. Yeah. Splinter faith is not that one. Splinter oh, faith no, sorry. is like yeah, no, sorry. Different one. Um, the weirdly heretical views of a religion, essentially. Yeah, and that one, I don't understand the retraining part of that because like, I mean, I get it's a background. So like taking a background after first level is um, a little strange. But it's one of those things where it's like you just have a different view than everybody else, but not necessarily a wrong one. So you can still be like a priest of Caden that, you know, believes that, you know, fighting is more important than being a happy drunk or something like that. And it's apparently okay, like that kind of stuff. I do almost feel like it's a little culty. Like it's a little like the special niches niches that are like these are the extremists. (laughs) You know, yeah, these you know, are I the, mean, it is. It is. It's a little. That's kind of the the vibe I got from it. <laughs> it is a little bit like that, but I kind of like that because I think sometimes playing cultists or reformed cultists is kind of interesting. Yeah. No. It's. But it's also cool. because like gods change over time, and it's neat mm-hmm. to be like this might be the beginning of like a new way of thinking about this god. Uh, so I think that that could be really really cool. It actually so, just makes me think see. of if anybody is watching The Mandalorian right now, it kind of touches on that a little bit. I will not mm. say anything because I do not want to give out any spoilers for people who have not seen it. But it's kind of touching on that a little bit because Rick was explaining it to me. And I was like, oh, this is kind of becoming really interesting now. So, I mean, not that it wasn't already because I freaking love The Mandalorian. But, interesting. Know. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. It's, there's some cool mm. stuff going on. Well, I mean... So. Aside from that, the, you know, the expanded domain initiate gives you more domain stuff, which is cool. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, there's things, there's things that you can take that are feats. Um, they also have a whole section about changing faith and like how to retrain from one faith to another faith or how to like, you know, make amends with your deity if you really mess it up big time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I thought that was kind of interesting yeah. just in a, in a codifying something that I don't. I can't remember the last time I ever really had a, 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 like I say, a divine caster that went through one of those crises of faiths, because normally I don't want to go through the period where it's like, hey, guess what? You got no spell power. Oh, That's I have. Unfortunate. I have with an oracle changed faith, but oracles yeah. are kind of different because in yeah. 1E, yeah. they didn't really get their powers from a deity necessarily. Yeah, you and that's really the whole thing where, where like, <laughs> yeah, you can you can technically just be like, oh, it was. I mean, he thought it was this deity, but really, it's X Y Z other thing. You know, that's yeah. my favorite way to do it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was actually uh, going to bring up that character of yours because yeah. I think that's the only instance I've seen in any game that we've played that you that we've had a character change their faith. But there who were was no actually really like a religious caster because I mean it. we've had like uh, other ones who've gone from like, oh, I I worship. Uh, 
you know, for asthma. And now I think Desna is really cool. So I'm doing Desna or whatever. You know, we've had some some of that. A it's little always bit been more. really casual, though. It hasn't been like something that really impacted the character. I don't. Yeah, think. yeah for sure. So um, they also introduce divine intercessions, which are very cool. Um, it's the idea of like the deity going that guy's neat and like giving you a boon, which makes me exceedingly happy because I mean, to be honest, if you're playing in an adventure path and you're up at like 12th level, you're pretty dang powerful and your deity's probably keeping an eye on you. Cause like yeah. that's, that's nearing like there aren't that many 12th level people or 15th level or 20th level people in the world. Yeah. And it, yeah. it is customized for each deity. So each deity has their own, uh, unique set of boons they can give and curses so if you cool. offend yeah. them. So I think that's we'll, it's we'll really get into flavorful. Those. And those uh, fun, I think yeah. the mechanic itself is interesting. They give some good guidance on GMs about how not to make that, um, I would say, uh, oppressive <laughs> might be the best way to put True. it. Well, because you, can't, these, you can't make it too, you can't do it too often or it's not special. Yeah, yeah. It, it needs to be special, but it's also the boons themselves are really powerful. The curses are really awful when you get into yeah. the major levels They're of bad. them. Um, yeah. We'll talk about some of our favorites because I know that um, there, there were we some questions probably... on that. There's some I, questions. We had some, we had yeah. some questions yeah. on it, and I was like, "Yeah, they're pretty, <laughs> pretty good and pretty bad." As as they should be, I guess you know, yeah. divine curses and stuff. Uh, there's also the new background that Jordan was mentioning earlier, uh, the raised by goof. belief one. So now yeah. you can talk about it if you want to. Yeah, I think this one's interesting because it was one of those things I read, and I was like, "Wait a minute, that wasn't in the default set of backgrounds because that seems like a." you know, moderately common kind of background of like, oh, I grew up in a monastery. I was an orphan. And like, now I, you know, I do this thing. And uh, it was one of those like, oh, I guess it wasn't because now here it is. Yeah. I'm going to age myself right here. um, Because when I read that, it made me think of Sayuki Mm. from back in the day. uh, Because what year is it? uh, (laughs) Early 2000s, obviously. It was definitely (laughs) early 2000s because I was still in high school when I was reading that. But I remember uh, that the main character was an orphan who was raised at a, you know, basically a Buddhist shrine and then becomes this like chosen child. It's pretty common. That's a pretty common thing. Yeah. I really want to go back and watch that, but I don't think it's going to live up to to, to what I think it is. Um, but otherwise, like, <laughs> talks about favored weapons, which nothing super new there. Um, no, I don't think so. The theme templates is helpful if you're trying to kind of quickly put something together in your GM for making, like, NPCs yeah. and stuff. But otherwise, let's get into the good stuff, which is the next chapter, Gods of the NSC. Yes. And I do have our castings ready to go in case we need a refresher on it. Well, we can say who they are just to make sure. But also the cover art, if we had the the physical book, is all the deities fighting Rovagug and it is red. It is a, okay, it's a very nice piece of art, but I have to call out one small detail that did kind of bother me. Hmm. So they have a really cool Asmodeus, like he's very Hellboy. He's cool. Which is really cool. And they've got like Desna and she's shooting this like moonbeam kind of thing. And you've got Saren Ray with blonde hair. True. It's not fire. It's not on fire. And it bothers me. Like, I'm just like, no, it's not right. Because she always has flaming hair. I, so, I did I did miss the flaming hair. But Calistria on the giant wasp, rad. That yeah. was pretty cool. Yeah, that's really rad. That's <laughs> her cool. herald, too, is the yeah. giant wasp is her herald. It is. I, so. I freaking love Calistria. Well, yeah, that's the one thing that's missing from this book, by the way, is there are no heralds in this book. So they, if you're they expecting to see that. They mention a couple, 
but yeah, it, they it, mentioned them, but they're not statted out or anything yeah, like they were in first edition, which was, was kind a little of a disappointed miss. by that. Yeah, yeah I miss <laughs> maybe them. in the future. Okay, the heralds so, are awesome. I want a book on heralds. Luis Loza. Ooh, book, book on heralds. heralds. That would be, that'd be book of I literally just called the book of heralds. It'd be amazing. Yeah, Lost Omens heralds. Yeah, they will be the first to review it. Yeah, right. I like it very much. I do. All right, like let's it. talk really about like some it. deities, huh? Like, let me just kick this off by saying we're going to start with the major ones. Yeah. Um, and it's, I know that it's to save word count. Like, I understand, like, why they did it. But it is very annoying to me that they didn't go ahead and reprint the anathema and the edicts and stuff yeah. for, the, for the major deities. Because what if I just wanted to look here? Now I have to look here. And then I have to go look in the core rule book. And that's yeah. under the cleric section, which you have to remember, you have to remember where it is. No, it's I think they the, moved it out of that. Or did they move the it? I don't, yeah, yeah, somewhere around there. That's first edition. Yeah. But yeah, so that's my big gripe with the layout is why, why, why didn't you just include the anathemas and stuff in here for these major deities? I know I've, that they're elsewhere. Yeah. But, I feel yeah. like it could, could you think they could have done it as like a sidebar thing? Or is that too, I, it too much? It would like two extra lines, you know, like, yeah. I don't know. Uh, so I feel like it could with uh, Father Christmas himself, Abadar. <laughs> Father Christmas. Is that just because he's dressed in red and green? He's, red? he's in red and green. <laughs> red and green and gold. <laughs> Come on. He's like the god of capitalism, too. So, like, Christmas. I don't know, man. I'm just I saying. Mean, okay. His he, literally his sacred Father colors Christmas. are. He looks yeah, his different sacred colors than are I remember. Gold and silver. silver that doesn't get more capitalist gold. than that. Silver and gold. Okay, we are not. Anyway, this is too early we're not for that. Saying it we'll get demonetized. Uh, Father, <laughs> hot Father Christmas, Avatar. Hot Father Christmas. Is this this is this what he always looked like though? I no. Feel so, like all, so all of the art has been updated. So some of them yes. have a little bit different twist to them. Keep in mind that all the deities do have multiple representations depending on where they are in certain areas. So, for instance, Torag to the dwarves is a dwarf. To humans, he's a human. Um, so it's, okay. it's not, they have kind of a fluid thing with their appearance. Um, so okay, this is like one incarnation. And one of the things yeah. that I like in these entries is okay. it includes a depiction of them in art. So mm -hmm. I always think that's really interesting to see like how it's slightly similar, slightly different in how yeah, they're portrayed in artwork. I will say that the representation here makes me think like, you know, more of a Richard the Lionheart, whereas mm -hmm. the previous art made me think, um, you know, uh, Jamie Lannister, which is why we cast him as Nicolaj Valdo, uh, Costa Valdo, or ah, can't say his name. What is it? Nicolaj. You're the only one who's going to be able to pronounce it, so good luck. I got to find it because I can't remember if it's Costa Valdo or Valdo Costa. Costa Valdo. Anyway, Nicolaj Costa Valdo, because he looks different here, but then, like I said, he's got this Richard the Lionheart, but then he almost looks like Genghis Khan in the heart on the next page. Well, that's because that's probably more of a TN I, style. I know, and I, I like it. I like it. It's very different. But when I saw this picture, I was like, did I cast him like really wrong at first? But then and then I had to think about it, be like, no, it depends on on where he's at. So, yeah. And, and a good thing about this book is it, it shows a lot of those depictions and gives you information that the deity is larger than the inner sea. So the inner sea world guide in the first edition was very much this is how this deity is viewed and worshipped in the inner sea. But like this art piece being more Tien focused, his sacred animal being a monkey Ugh, is very weird. much not weird part of like I read traditional that like, high fantasy, you know, uh, European centric. Okay, but the monkey makes no sense. I, it also I makes no sense. I don't, I don't, I don't it. understand it personally. I don't it think monkeys like, in civilization it should be chimps. a swallow. I was thinking like an ant. <laughs> I have colonies. 
An oh, ant? Yeah, that's cool. pretty orderly, law- yeah, lawful. I can like see that. I, I hate it because I have an inherent fear of ants. Sure, sure. Um, but, you know. <laughs> I have a lot uh, of gripes with, with favorite enemies, but we'll wait till we get to the one that just, like, made me real mad. Um, <laughs> all right. Anything else about our boy Abadar? I mean, he's okay. fine. I... <laughs> I, I, I actually read more about Abadar because yeah, I always get the like stereotypes of him and you know we rag on him a lot, quite a bit. Do. But fun. I did the read the part about like the first vault and how that there is like this perfect version of everything. And then I was like, okay, something bothers me about this because you know there is supposed to be this perfect version of everything, but yet he encourages people to like build settlements where there aren't any. And so it almost makes me feel like there's this disconnect, like is nature imperfect then because you've had to send something there to to settle it? I don't know. It just I'm like yeah. you're ruining something yes. that I think could be perfect. And it it just I think that this is why he's always bothered me because in the fight between like civilization and nature I always end up on the nature side even though I really enjoy the yeah. creature comforts of civilization. Um yeah. but I think that is the conflict, right? Like his enemy doesn't include anyone super nature focused, but his allies also don't include like Gor- uh, Gozra or anyone. Yeah. So, although I don't think anybody really is allied with Gozra. He just hangs out. They just hang out. Yeah. They. yeah. But uh, I, she, I did, they, depending I on did the aspect, enjoy so. reading that he looks down on those who cheat the system because I did not realize that was a, a facet of his. And he he's actually all about, you know, if you're going to make the money, you better make it honest. You know, and I and I kind of enjoy yeah, that not, about him. Uh, yeah. There's he's one further down. Deity. There's one further down that's really about like cheating the system, but uh, it's, Wait, not, it's not. Him? I don't know. I'm uh, really I mean, enjoying uh, the aphorisms, though. Like cheating the system. Loving yeah. the aphorisms. That I think is my favorite part of this whole book. They are good. They are good. Are, right, now, are we on, going to talk about the boons and curses all at once, or are we going to do like for each one? I just have one I want to mention with him. I mean, I think, um, I mean, you can mention, I think we're going to mention the ones we think are cool. And then at the end, we'll do like our favorite boons and our favorite curses because okay. otherwise we'll be here all night. We will. This one is just funny because did anyone not read the major curse and go <laughs> liar, liar? <laughs> yeah, that you, you can't <laughs> lie. Yeah, because it says you become honest to a fault. You constantly suffer the critical <laughs> failure effect of the zone of truth. And additionally, you're always offered the worst possible option at a bargain. I'm like, this is liar, liar. That's good. <laughs> it's okay. liar, liar is based like this is based on liar, liar. You're yes. right. Yes. All right. Next one. Asmodeus. Classic, you know, devil guy. He's really. darkness from legend. As a general fan of Paizo art, I actually don't like this depiction of Asmodeus as no. much. He looks it's, like a clown. It, it makes me think of Insane Clown Posse a little bit. Yes. And that's not a good yes. thing, really, yeah. you know? Like, I liked the Hellboy-esque, like, yeah. more, like, you know, buffer version. The one from you the uh, opening title Yeah, that's from the fight with Rovagug. I liked that depiction a lot better. This one is... It, it it's it's probably because he's also in these huge flowing robes that just look too big for him. But like I yeah, don't like the face. It's like he's playing it, dress he's up. He's got like the black like <laughs> lips, and it just it looks insane clown posse. And I just it there's does. a question about this later. But let me tell you my beef with Asmodeus here. <laughs> oh, I knew this was coming. Asmodeus is going to be the god of contracts, pride, and slavery, and tyranny. So he's bad guy. Sure, obviously, he wouldn't look like a clown. That's silly. But also, 
I really thought that he was way cooler in first edition when you could be lawful neutral. And essentially you could just be like, I just really like contracts. Like slavery is whatever. If it's legal, it's legal. So I don't like that they took away the ability to play a lawful neutral like cleric of Asmodeus because I find that a lot more interesting. Yeah. Uh, and any deity that makes you be evil is cartoonish. Like if you have to be yeah. fully like full blown evil, it's kind of I'm a I don't play evil characters, but B, eh, I don't know. He was more interesting when he was a little gray. Yeah. But now he's I, not gray. I, I can kind of Black agree with that or one. Or white, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I do like his uh I do like his uh minor boon. Like his boons are all really fun, but his yeah. minor boon is just like, oh, you failed at diplomacy. You know what? Just have a suggestion. Like <laughs> just a yeah. suggestion on them. It's like we'll fix that. <laughs> it makes me very happy. That's a good one. Do we have anything else for our boy Asmodeus? I'm good. He's pretty I classic am not lie, evil I devil guy. I pronounced this yeah. wrong for so many years. Um, I always called Asmodeus. him Asmodeus. Yeah. A lot of people say that too. It's uh, however it is, you want to pronounce it. It is correct to say Asmodeus. Oh, is Asmodeus it? Okay. sounds better. Because yeah. I remember when I used to do a lot uh, of like research the, uh, into Deus is. Yeah, Deus is is in fitting with the Latin. So Asmodeus or Deus would be fitting with one more Latin pronunciation. Oh, look so. at you getting all but fancy But Asmodeus is also very well, like a lot of people say it that way. I was going to say, lots okay. of people say Asmodeus. We he say Asmodeus. Sound, maybe this version is Asmodeus because he kind of looks clownish. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. I miss Asmodeus, Jeez. who was rad. <laughs> all right, let's move okay, on to my girl. On. I see somebody getting a, uh, a, a major curse in their future. <laughs> 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 from this one the other one would like me okay i think uh, uh, yeah that's probably. kind of a weird thing to say i don't know never mind probably not, not. Meant to say at all okay <laughs> probably not because i do good things and i don't believe yeah. in slavery and tyranny and i, I hate reading contracts i don't know okay <laughs> calistria okay she's cool i love her her outfit really just says you know i don't give a f and that makes yes. me happy uh like she's my girl and she makes me think of Midnight from uh, My Hero Academia. <laughs> so I like, and I just really love her in general. So reference I'm I really loving it, but I'm just blanking on it. Ah, she's okay. one of the teachers that's dressed show. up in the bondage outfit. That's <laughs> really inappropriate Goodness. for teaching in a Fair school. Enough. But anyway, um, I just really like, I did not know that she was uh, sometimes Caden Kalen's lover. I, that was, that was new for me. Yep. Makes um, sense. Makes I mean, sense. I mean, everybody's kind of his lover sometimes. So. Yeah, but I, I didn't know that. <laughs> he's a charming fellow. <laughs> he is a very charming fellow, especially because he's Nathan Fillion. Um, yeah, true. Uh, but I did I did really like reading about her that she does not actually want her followers to be consumed by a single pursuit. You know, she was like, uh, and her mm -hmm. aphorism was like, love the food, not the chef. You know, it's like, I just really, I just, I kind of like question. that. It's like live life, you know. Don't be consumed. Okay, so first of all, I like a spicy lady who's like, F y'all, I do what I want and wear stiletto yes. boots that are just so sharp they could murder you. That's rad. Yes. But second of all, I am really, I've never played a real, like a cleric or anything of, a, of Calistria, but in society, I have recently been playing a Calistrian cleric who looks like, you know, a fantasy Dolly Parton. Oh, nice. And... <laughs> Nice. Fantasy I mean, Dolly, Dolly Parton, Parton is with a, a whip. It's very fun because you're yeah. essentially nice until you're not nice. And then like in general, it's just good because you can be like really mean if you want to be. And it's fine. 
So that's fun. Yeah. I just. A lot of I waspy just love things. Thanks. It just makes me happy. It's true. It's All true. right. And speaking of and her lover. She has some good aphorisms. She does have some good aphorisms, which I said. You know, love the food, not the chef. Um, and speaking of her lover, That's Kate good. and Kayleen. <laughs> My favorite so, deity, hands down. Love I mean, he's who fun. doesn't his, love him? His epithet's fun. <laughs> he just got so drunk he became a god. <laughs> just, the accidental that, god. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's amazing. It's good stuff. I have to say, uh, the funniest que- one of the funniest questions I think we got for this episode comes from Denev on our Discord, who says, uh, why do so many players play Cadenites here on this server? <laughs> Talking about the Discord. <laughs> there are a lot of Cadenites on the server, and most of them are champions. And I think... Uh, to be fair, lots of ad- lots of adventurers worship yeah. Caden or Desna. Yeah. So those are like the two like a kind of adventurer they're gods. Travely, you know? And also because yeah, we cast Nathan Fillion, and who doesn't love Nathan Fillion? Caden, it's you know, well, so and, like and it's also the guy. god of of alcohol, and like that's a quintessential like you yeah. start your adventure in a tavern, and then you go on an adventure, and that's a very yeah, because my characters kind of drink, vibe. but I don't. I have to say, <laughs> I have to say, I'm very pleased that his one of his allies is my girl Besmara. Yeah, because she's awesome, and that Do feels fun. Like a night on and the I, town, drinking. I'm hoping and uh, everybody voted for Carla Cugino for the casting because she's perfect. Goodness, no. is that still going? No, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the one thing that's missing on this that I uh, uh, is from the Inner Sea World guys. My favorite fact about Caden is uh, that worshippers of Caden put an extra tankard down in their uh, churches, which is also yeah. a bar, uh, but it's glued down. And if Caden comes by, it's going to be moved because he, of course, can do all things. So it's one of those like nods to like his own divinity because he's known to just like come down occasionally and just party with mortals. That'd be cool. I I I want that to happen in in AP sometime. That would be rad. Oh, dude. I've had dreams of that for my like entire Pathfinder career. of of All right, Rick, if you're watching, you need to have (laughs) some divine intervention with Caden to come drink with us. Also, speaking of... (laughs) Ah, no, it's a bad segue. Whatever. I'm going to go back in time a few minutes. Everybody rewind your brain for like 30 seconds. Um, he do- It does literally say in here that a lot of orphanages are done by like Caden Faith, like friendly priests and that sort of mm-hmm. thing. And a yep. lot of the children take the surname Kayleen to, to honor him. So there's pro- yeah. there's a lot like he's kind of the adventure guy. Like a lot of adventurers are orphans because like what do you got to lose, I guess? I mean, we've got the joke of the Jagares, but we could also do it. I know, like, do a whole group of like little orphan Kayleens. <laughs> little Kayleens. Little yeah. orphan Kayleens. And it's just like a kobold, a goblin, <laughs> like a half orc and a human, and they're all Kayleens. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and they just run around. Yes. That would be cute. Yeah, uh, they his also, moons they also, are funny. His boots uh, are well, funny. Th- before you do that, they also, another fact that I, I that they didn't put in this because they don't have heralds in this is he when he became a god, he took his mortal dog and was like, <laughs> you'd make a good herald and just turned yep. it into a herald. Popper. So his herald yeah. is literally his faithful companion dog, which is the Heck cutest. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, his boon, his minor boon helps you be good at not having a hangover. Helpful. That's rad. Very helpful. Helpful. Fun. I just, I, I like one All of his right. aphorisms, which is, I'm great, but not so great as Caden Galing. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. All right. Talking about our girl, Desna, next. Goddess of dreams, luck, stars, and travelers. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish she had, yeah. I wish she was mothy instead of butterfly. I like the, I, I, I kind of like feel butterf- like she's I both. think the butterflies, it's, yeah, but, the, well, yeah. her, um, 
Isn't her herald a moth? A giant moth. Yeah, I know. Giant but moth, I just feel I like dreams and stars, like moths make more sense. Plus, how cool would she look with like the Luna moth, like as oh. her symbol and like more green than than blue or purple That'd be or kind of cool. I, don't, I, I like that. Eh, I if I was I doing mean, that splintered faith, maybe that's the, the way I go. Maybe that'd be your version of it. Yeah. 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 She she does eh. tend to be my, my default. I like her as she is. Yeah, she's my my default. If I ever I'm like I need a I need a god to pick, and I'm like, doesn't it make sense? And she kind of reminds me of like you know, <laughs> like the '60s hippie goddess. You know, like be free, go out a and travel, bit, yeah, experience she just the like world. Floats along. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It. She has a lot of really cool aphorisms too. I really like a star cannot see its place in the sky. I know it's, it's so. It's all cool. about like don't doubt that you're on the right path, and it's very cool. Yeah. And her minor boon is maybe like the best ever. It's uh, you yeah. take a sleep, you yeah. recover all of your hit points, you mm-hmm. remove all of your con- uh, negative conditions, you become free of curses and diseases, and it's rad for you. I, I just yeah, need that in real pre- life. Again, for a minor one, it's pretty powerful. <laughs> yeah. I Maybe yeah. it's because we're all millennials, but like, man, a night of sleep where you <laughs> just feel, sleep feel rested. So well, because she gifts you the deep sleep. So it's like <laughs> the best gift a millennial sleep. can get is the deep uh, sleep. Oh. Sleeping. Yay. It's just out of reach, the deep sleep. It's true. <laughs> There's definitely like, that's almost better than her moderate boon just because of the deep sleep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yep. Okay. Uh, anything else about Desna? We have so many gods. We're going to be I here know. Forever. That's why I'm like, we'll get yeah. there. It's good. Erastal. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Erastal, old Deadeye, uh, the god Dead of, Eye. oh, uh, family farming, hunting, and trade. So you were just saying there's nothing about farming in here. I don't think farming's a domain, though. No, I, I mean, it's not. I want it to be a domain because I want to bring back my rice cleric. Oh, anyway, I could see that. I do think he's the got one of the best nicknames. Like old Deadeye is just old Deadeye. Dead but it makes me think of like a yeah. Western. Right. Like, that's he's old very cool. Dead Eye. Yeah. yeah, it does. He's pretty cool. The thing with him is kind of weird to be an adventurer that follows the Rastal because you're supposed to be yeah. about like your community. So anytime I like I played a paladin of a Rastal in 1E and her thing was like her community had kind of been destroyed. And so she was like out in the world doing things. But I think it almost worked better if you had like maybe a, a group that was, or, or like a like a, you know adventuring party that's all family or if you were um mm, you know part of a cult yeah city campaign i think would would probably work like if you lived on the outskirts or something that could work you could be really lame and do the whole <laughs> we're all family yeah i mean that yeah <laughs> yeah i, His I will say are funny yeah. yeah. One, the aphorisms are good. All the aphorisms in this book are good, but I, I, I he them. has by far the worst major curse. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you all about this. So his major curse is <laughs> Erastal leaves you unable to have children or otherwise reproduce or propagate if you do so in a different manner. This curse also affects your livestock, pets, and crops. Like just no. Yeah. Like not just you. Like it's not just you're going to have a bad life. Like a everything around you, you that you own has a bad life. A curse on your cow. No. curse <laughs> yes, on your exactly. whole family. <laughs> like, like, just it's everything. bad. Like, that's really bad. It's, so you must have to do something really bad to get that. Yeah. Also, so his aphorism is never trust a fool. <laughs> like, duh. Like, yeah. he's very, I mean, like, yeah. yeah, okay, sure. That's some country yeah. wisdom right there. Country it's like, wisdom. just never trust yeah. a fool, man. I can imagine your dad country saying wisdom. That. <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, all right. Moving on because we have so many gods. Gorum, yep. our Lord in Iron, Mr. Spiky Pants McGee. I, I just saw him Gorham. and thought, rah. And then I thought, <laughs> oh, Rhino. <laughs> 
<laughs> he does have the rhinoceros as a sacred animal, which That's is a sacred animal. Uh, he's weird. never he's never super spoken to me as a deity. I'm just not a big fan of war. But yeah. I mean, he's cool. I, I do appreciate his art that is like one of the real world depictions of him is literally a suit of armor they've just shoved full of like arrows <laughs> yeah. and, and blades to make yeah. it kind of look human and been like, it's that's neat. our guy. Yeah, it's neat. He's kind of got a Sauron-esque funny. look going though. <laughs> a li- uh, with the red eyes and everything, he's a little Sauron-esque. Yeah. True. True. I will say his aphorism, iron-tongued, is great. That is cool. That you is know, because cool. it's like it's used to describe people who always manage to say the right thing to start a fight. <laughs> I've known people like this in real life. I wish life. to yes, learn this no, and use sure. it in my life. <laughs> All right, moving Goodness. along, moving yeah. along. <laughs> Gozra. Gozra. Ah, Gozra. Go-to follower for all the druids I've ever made in my whole life. Yeah, It's true. Branching out now, but it used to just always be, yeah. I like Gozra. nature. Gozra. Well, and I, Gozra. I enjoy Gozra for the for the non-binary aspect of them. Mm. Yeah. And how it's like, if in if you're worshiping the water version, it's female. If you're worshiping the air version, it's male. But, but when they're together, really it's... It's both anyway. Like there, it's yeah, it's not really so it's, one it's, or the other, yeah. which is cool. Yeah, I just that's why I like the duality of it in a in a more literal sense of they're kind of two different incarnations of the same deity. Yeah, I I didn't know that um, their followers wore their hair long. Hmm. Like apparently that's just like a thing that they wear it really long and they decorate it with like coral and shells and all. You gotta that feel stuff. the breeze, man. Yeah, apparently that even sucks. in that like they sense. grow the beards real long and everything. Like yeah, true. Yeah. It's another one of those de- uh, one of those deities that I could see being like a hippie commune deity. It's like, yeah. man, you just gotta like feel the breeze and like chill out. Like Gozer will do what Gozer will do, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like it's very calm. Like you know, nature's nature. Bad things happen. It yeah. is what it is. Like, yep, yep. I like it a lot. A big fan. All right, yep. Ayamade, Ross's favorite god. I think yep. so. Classic yeah, good guy I'm deity. I'm pretty sure that's Ross's Classic favorite. Classic good yeah. guy deity. <laughs> also youngest. Um, yeah, yeah, weird fact I did not know about Ayamade that, that's revealed in here is uh, Ayamade's cloak switches from white to red oh, when she yes, goes to battle. Yes, that was cool. Like, that's some cool, like, spawn-level coolness. That's that an aphorism. I don't know if I to spawn. I don't know. It's like the idea of her, of her cloak just, like, changing colors, and it's like, it's business time. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like, it's business time, and now you, we can be calling people starting fights like, mm, their cloak turned red. Like, that's the aphorism. Yeah. That's yeah. And cool. then we all get this nice image of, like, essentially, like, oh, we're going to fight? Let me flip my cloak over. Yeah. Hi-ya. That's kind of cool. I if do I was enjoy a follower, I would have a two-sided cloak yeah. that I flipped. That would be yeah. cool. Oh, that would I, be cool, yeah. I do enjoy that she is the only woman to pass the test of the Starstone. True. And yep, so true. that's why she's like a haven for women fleeing oppression. Uh, but I also like that all of her followers, um, they do not bury um, themselves with their with their sword. Well, obviously, they're not burying themselves, but um, they are <laughs> not buried with their swords. In Geb, you um, bury yourself. Yeah, no, right? <laughs> uh, but they, she, uh, like, they believe that you should pass them down and be used. And I, and I kind of like that. It's like, you know, just be you know, yeah, continuously never, never let a good weapon rust kind of, yeah, a, kind of a vibe sense. to it, you know? I kind of like that. Cool. So, Moving like on to Irori. He's cool. His favorite animal is a snail. That's so cute. Which you is know, so patient. cute. The snail is always working. The snail takes things at its own pace. Yeah. Yep. I uh, I liked reading that apparently he used differentiated practices and my inner teacher approves. Mm. Yes. Yep. Differentiate <laughs> for yeah. your students. Very good. Very yes. good. And uh, well, it, it's also that interesting thing of having the domain of 
every like the master of masters he's mastered everything and so he's a master of everything and also knows how to teach everything mm-hmm. so the thought was just it's thing. a really interesting kind of vibe of like you know all teachers are students of Rory, you know yeah. yeah well that's why i loved his aphorism there is no perfection without change yeah that yep. one's good also oh, there's may- good there's good like life lessons in in Rory's. may Rory forget you oh and doesn't that sound sh- like shade it sounds oh, like that's shade. some serious shade. <laughs> let the, you're cursing let the god someone. of history forget about you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let him forget. Like you. you're not worth well, it. <laughs> the variant Aurori may Aurori forget this is is oh that was so embarrassing. Aurori forget this. This never <laughs> happened. I'd be saying that one <laughs> I, way I like more than I would like. <laughs> it's true. I like it a lot. All right, we move on to Lamashtu, who this art is not as cool as the art at the beginning of this book, where she's yeah. just like, <sighs> it's very yeah. Cool. This one, she's kind of she's. You know, hunched Rotten over. Yeah. I like her. I of evil deities. I don't often like an evil deity, but I'm probably like she's cool. Like Lamashtu, like Noel, cleric of Lamashtu, who's really into like making monsters. Something about making monsters is cool. Like I don't know. I just feel like there's something very cool there. Like her vibes are neat. I don't know. I don't know. It, 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 reading about her like wanting to control her children, though, I'm like, oh my god, you're like the worst helicopter parent yeah. ever. Yes, <laughs> she yes. is. It's true. But also, but, like, thanks, Gozra, or Gozra, what? <laughs> Lamashtu. <laughs> thanks, Lamashtu, or else we wouldn't have things to fight in Pathfinder. Yep. Yep. Pretty much all monsters. <laughs> yep. And her little true. depiction jar eating like the organs or whatever. Very oh, gosh, cool. Yeah. It, yeah. It was weirdly like. Kind of made me think Egyptian, but not, you know? It, it is almost like, like a like jar. jar. Yeah, but she's she's yeah. neat. I think she's fun. I like her. She's creepy. Yeah. Uh, and then we got our boy, Nethys, who's like the the coolest. I love him, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's interesting in that, like, all the gods got little tweaks. I didn't really feel like Nethys needed, needed any change, nor did he get any change. Nah. Uh, he's His a very sacred animal silly. Bat- oh, that it's zebra? a zebra just because it's black and white. It's literally just because it's black and white. <laughs> black and white, but also, I mean, he uh, he started out in Osirian. Yeah. Are zebras native With, to Egypt? Well, they're native to Africa. I mean, the I continent, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It just seems I know, weird. Man. I don't know. <laughs> it's just because they're black and white. Nethys has just always been very Faustian to me. Uh, um, you know, he wanted yeah. all the knowledge, and uh, when he got all of it, he went cuckoo. He giveth and he taketh. That's the deal with yeah. Nethys. Yep. His uh, his boons are so great. Like he will like for his, like his boons. He'll just like his minor boon. He'll just show up and like cast a cast spell a for spell. you. Yeah. Like oh, yep. You could use a ninth level spell. You only cast eighth level spells. Yeah. Here's a spell. Um, Give it a go. And, See how it works. <laughs> and his curses are like the opposite. You just get stupid. He's just like yeah. no, duh, be dumb. Like how dare no, you? Well, I mean, the like, worst one if you're a spellcaster is his major curse, where it's oh, just yeah. he severs oh. your connection to magic. You can no yeah. longer cast spells. Yeah. Period. Yeah, like, and I'm going like, to incorporate oh. these aphorisms into Hollis's uh, vernacular because I already had the nice. bottom one, but I had not heard that which is not there is. I could see Hollis saying that just to it's confuse so Citra. Nonsense. I love it. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Start the conspiracy good. board up again just to try to figure out what yeah. that means. <laughs> right. <laughs> Citra's like, I need to borrow your string. <laughs> of course. I have three colors. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, he's cool. I mean, he's the god of magic. He, he's he's good magic. He's bad magic. I like the, the stance of magic just being a tool. Yeah. People will wield it as they wield it. Yeah, yeah. It's not good or bad. It's just magic. Just is. 
It's what you do with it. All right. Then we got Norgaba. Norgaburgaber. He's uh, uh, he's so yeah. sneaky. He doesn't even have a body in his thing. He's just clothing. He's nope. invisible all the time. He's but basically the invisible man. But his clothing, in form. his clothing isn't invisible, and in invisibility, your clothing also becomes invisible. So he like did this on purpose. No, this is this is the kind <laughs> of like it's the thing where you want to do the creepy thing where you have the cloak pulled up and you can't see what the face is. Like he's doing it for the creep factor, but also the no. arms. I'm just I'm just saying he's got it's like the no face unnerving. thing going on. I don't know. Hmm. I guess so. It is weird. His realm is called Dusk Fathom, which is cool. That is kind of cool. Yep. I I did like that he's worshipped in uh, four different aspects. Um, mm-hmm. I knew about Father Skinsaw. Yep. Because we we'd played uh, Rise of the Rune Lords or anything, but I didn't know about the the Black Fingers, the Grey Master, the Reaper reputation. So like learning about those three areas was actually pretty cool. I think it's because yeah. you really don't see people follow Norgerber very often. No. Because it's. How would you it's even find out about society, this guy? Basically. You know, yeah, yeah. He makes me think of like the Dark Brotherhood in Skyrim. Like you have to accidentally murder a lady and then get a weird hand, bloody handprint mm-hmm. in the mail, and then you're like, oh, okay, that's a thing. Yeah, I guess they want me to join, <laughs> or maybe they want to murder me. I don't know. I mean, you know, it's it's hard to tell. It's even hard, hard to tell with Norgerberger. You don't know what his uh, motives yeah. are because he has sure. erased your memory. Hmm. So, all right, on to Farazma. Phrasma, we all know Phrasma pretty well. Yeah, she's. she's I will say the art of this for of this incarnation of Phrasma is drastically different than every than the previous one. Mm. I she got, she got a bit of a, a glam, yeah, a bit of a glam up. I like the tarot card imagery better on the second page than than mm. the actual art. Yeah, I think it it. I don't know. There's something about the face that I think fits her better in the second one. Uh, maybe that's just me, but. Um, I really like it. And then I, I loved the aphorism, uh, the lady shall keep it. Which I is like, like that. You know, keeping yeah. your secrets to the grave. I, I really liked that. It is good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's great. Moving on. Rovagug. He's uh, a big I bug. Just, I think in my <laughs> notes, uh, yeah, in my notes, I literally just put shudder. Okay. But his favorite animal, <coughs> animal, animal, his favorite animal is the scorpion, which I think is a miss because it should have been a goat because they eat anything. So do pigs. <laughs> or a pig. I think a pig could have worked. But Either I like of these pigs. things. I like pigs. I like goats too, but like they eat anything and Rovagut kind of ate it. He's like literally That's true. a spider, but with a mouth is his holy symbol. <laughs> like just his body is a mouth on the holy symbol so he's situation. He's a goat spider. So I'm just saying if we're mm. picking thematic animals, scorpion is kind of a weird animal to pick. That's a bit weird. It's probably just because he, you know, looks scary, but scorpions yeah. are actually, I mean, I think they're kind of cool looking, but that's just They're me. very cool looking. So, I don't you know. You just got to stop being, you know, stingy. Don't scare a scorpion. It won't sting you. How about that? Yep. Yeah. I do appreciate they also mentioned the spawn of Rovagug. Yeah, so for sure. Well, you kind of have to because they're the big problem now. <laughs> it's yeah. also just really weird to think about being a follower of Rovagug. Like, I get yeah. following Grotas. Because like the end of the world and stuff, but like yeah, eh, eh, destroying everything includes yourself. I don't don't know. know. It's it's very very weird to me. I feel like that some people just want to watch the world burn, like kind of yeah, anarchist burn it all to the ground kind of vibe. I guess I I don't know. I've never really understood it either. I've never really understood it. So that's just not my vibe for characters I make. Yeah, true, true. Well, let's let's talk about the lady who helped lock him up. Yeah, Serenray, Rad. Serenray. 
I think I don't my first like, character followed her. She doesn't her. have her flamey hair, though. I think this I one looks more flamey. This it looks, looks more flamey, yeah. but I don't flamey. think it's flamey enough because in the picture mm. on the second page, it's kind of got that Aztec look, and though mm. that's flames. That's very neat. Yes, yes. You know? Yeah, Serenity's cool. I mean, the idea of redemption is super, like, a really nice thing to put in adventure backstories, like... I'm surprised more people don't seem to be worshiping her in like the path lodge and stuff. But there are a lot of Cadenites. There's a couple of Serenites, but yeah, the whole idea of redemption is like awesome. Yeah, I I thought it was uh, very interesting to see another side of her followers while we were playing through mm. Mummy's Mask. Yeah, true. Um, if you're not caught up with us, I'm I'm not going to spoil anything for you. But you know, there is some history going on in Osirian where you know the Serenites aren't necessarily the heroes. Yeah. Um, and so that that it's been really interesting to see that in our game, and I've, yeah. I've thoroughly enjoyed that. Well, because people ultimately have an yeah. influence on what happens with the exactly. churches of these deities, so that's exactly. kind of a cool thing. Yeah. Um, anything else on Serenray? I think she's cool. Yeah. Sun is nice. I mean, she's just awesome. So she it apparently is. like is a lover of Shalin. Like she and Shalin are occasionally lovers, which is cool. Yeah. Um, and speaking of Shalin, <laughs> speaking of Shalin, her hair is very cool, and she's I nice. love her hair, and I like um, the little bluebird that's singing on the harp. It's very yeah. Cute. She's very Disney princess. Yes, super yeah. Disney princess. Yes. <laughs> um, I will say though, I I've kind of loved Shalin ever since we played through. Oh God. Uh, Curse of the Crimson Throne. Curse of the Crimson Throne. And uh, we learned about... Yeah, we learned about her relationship with her brother, Zonkuthan. And it just... It makes me so sad. Because, like, it explains so much of, like, why she does what she does and why she believes what she believes. And And why she has a big glaive. And why she has a big old (laughs) glaive. You know, but, uh, (laughs) yeah, it's, it's, it's very sad but kind of inspiring. So I've always really liked Shalyn. Yeah, she's neat. I like the idea of like, you know, there's strength in loving someone. Like, it's harder to have compassion than it is to hate people. Like, Mm -hmm. the idea of being trying to be this beacon of love in a world that's really hard is very, very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And that kind of shows also with her sacred colors being all colors. So Mm -hmm. she doesn't discriminate in what she likes. So if you want to wear all black, wear all black. If you want to wear bright multicolored clothing, wear bright multicolored clothing. Oh, man. A goth follower of Shalin would be so cool. Oh, I want to do it. You could totally do it, too. There's nothing wrong with that, right? Like, you do you. That would be very fun. That'd be Shalin loves you no matter what. That's right. She does. Okay. Okay. Oh, a pastel goth. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, all right, then we got, you know, Torag over here, father of creation, dwarfiest dwarf that ever dwarfed looking I, guy. I like that they did him as a dwarf this time because yeah. I always think of him more as a dwarven kind of yeah, focused he's a deity dwarf than guy. human. He's a dwarf. And in Inner Sea Gods, in he, was, he was done as a man. Uh, boo. Which mm. is kind of no, whatever, you know. I think he looks better like this. And I just I just like Torag is it doesn't matter, matter what your craft is. Take pride in it and do it. Practice your skills. And I yeah, like that. Yeah, do a that. good job. Yeah. Also, sacred animal badger, which is red. Honey badger don't give a mm-hmm. blank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, also, his divine protege is Nivi Rombodazzle, which is yeah. amazing. We're, okay, we're going to have to talk about Rombodazzle. Yes. Her and him <laughs> in an image, him trying to teach her things is amazing. It's an amazing thought. I it's love great. it. It's great. I didn't know anything about her, and I'm, I can't wait till we get to her. Yeah, yeah. She's very fun. 
Okay. Uh, yeah. I like that his little extra picture is like almost like a chess piece. Yeah, it's really cool. It is, yeah, it is a chess piece, I think. Yeah. Or something similar, some similar game. Yeah. He is a the, very the Galarian boy. equivalent. Uh, also, his moderate boon is you are counted as family among Torag and his followers. You gain the effects of a single dwarf ancestry feat of Torag's choice, Ooh. even if you are not a dwarf, as long as you maintain Torag's blessing. That's pretty cool. He's a dwarf guy. I like. Yep. I like. Then we come to Ergothoa, the pallid oh, princess. Ergothoa. Speaking of goth chicks. <laughs> Her I've, I've always, I don't know. I've always well, loved it's one her of those art. Things where like, it, it's like, oh man, she's got a really cute face. I love her hair. Wait, where's the rest of her? <laughs> Just all gone. It feels yeah. like, I mean, I'm not expecting the, the deity of, you know, undeath to be pretty, but it is weird. Also, um, never understood why you'd want to be undead because most of the followers we run into are ghouls and ghasts and they smell real bad. Well, maybe she loses her sense of smell. I don't know. I, uh, it's one of those probably. things you can't smell your own funk. I also, <laughs> well, I think that people can. But also, I think that if you're going to try to live forever, you might as well just go back to first edition, play a druid to, to 20th level. You get timeless body. You live forever. It's fine. <laughs> I do like that her sacred animal is a fly, which have like the shortest life. That lifespans. feels right. <laughs> well, also, yeah. they like gather around dead things, you know? I mean, yeah, yeah I that's just, true. I've always liked the art because it's interesting, but yeah, she just irritates me because it just reminds me of all those people in life that just take and take and take and take. Greedy. And like it. She is the goddess of it. gluttony as yeah. well. And yes. I ju it just, it irks me as a person. Yes. Yes. <laughs> also, I'm just triggered by scythes. Scythes are so scary. Scythes are yeah. scary, man. They have like, no right. That's to the be scariest scary. part of her artwork is just the big old scythe she's got. It's true. It's I think scary. I have less of a, a thing about scythes just because uh, um, I used to read Immortal Rain, mm. and I loved her in that. So I like scythes, but they just always murder us. So they, I feel they do sad always about murder us. That's true. I never true. play with scythes, which is weird. I I did once when we did the beta test for the occultist book. Mm. And I played also, my spiritualist with a scythe. Her aphorism is rot in the gut, froth in the mouth. <laughs> so I gross. Just hate it. I, I don't just like it hate at all. It. All right, moving on to Hellraiser. I mean, Zonkathon. <laughs> we got a lot to say about Zonkathon, I, but let me start us off with something. This made me so mad. His favorite or his sacred animal is the bat. How dare. Oh, yep. How dare you give like, the bat to this horrifying, horrible thing? They're communal. I, I, I want they're to pollinators. Think, they eat bad things. Bats are amazing, beautiful, I, nice animals. My only thing is I kind of wonder if that was like his favorite animal before. Mm. And then you, you just don't stop loving them because you go so. evil. I think his favorite animal before is probably like it's the It's really just because he likes the darkness. It's like yeah. it's a play it was, on it's darkness. a choice between bats and owls. Yeah, you know, but I mean, let's be honest. An owl is more vicious than a bat. Bats yeah! are basically yep. flying puppies. They're very nice and good. They and I love them. Like. And They're I can't so believe I was so mad. Okay, now I'm done ranting. That was my rant. <laughs> it was not cool. It should have been a cockroach. That's a horrifying thing. Ew. The only time I've ever liked a cockroach is when I was watching Wally. -E. If you want to oh. make people suffer, though. <laughs> You put one of those gigantic cockroaches in their house, like on a wall, 
and you make them like sit in the room with it. That would torture me. I would hate that. Yes, I know because I you locked that. me in our apartment once with that. It's true. I, I require someone else to kill those bugs. Yeah. Just just so everyone knows, she literally locked herself in her bedroom and put How a towel a under the that door. That was like a wasp. Oh, that was a wasp. Yeah. That was a no, wasp. you and uh, so, uh, our other friend called me from a dead sleep to come kill a roach. Yes, that Even happened. though that Indeed. happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Y'all are sucky. You know, it is what I don't like to kill bugs. They're very scary. <laughs> I know. Okay, that's anyway, usually why okay. it's my job. Now Let's it's actually Jordan's talk job. about him. We're doing things. <laughs> it's true. He also hates it. Um, <laughs> so Songkathon's big thing is pain. Okay. So I, I kind of like, I, I want to know what he saw that turned him into what he is. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't want to know. And I just feel like Shalin really has her work cut out for her to save her brother. That'd be a cool AP. You play like demigods and you're helping Shalin. Yeah. And, and like having a brother myself who I I do love, but I I don't, I don't know if I'd go that far for him. (laughs) I mean, it's pretty intense. Um, It, It is. I guess I wouldn't know unless I was in that situation, but, um, that, that hopefully I'm not a goddess. So. His whole shtick has always been weird to me because, like, yeah. suffering is a part of a lot of religions and, like, even in our world, like, there's this whole idea yeah. of, like, overcoming suffering. But his version of overcoming suffering is just, like, learning to like it. And that's... Yeah. And then inflicted on other people. Right. And so then you die and your reward is more suffering. I don't... Yeah, I just... I don't know. I don't know. It yeah. seems like a bad deal. The, the, the only part of Zonkathon that I really, really like is that um, without him, we wouldn't have gotten Lowry. Lowry's a pretty cool NPC. She's probably my favorite NPC ever. Yeah. His minor boon is very cool sounding. So, the Midnight Lord turns your blood and pain into chains of midnight darkness to destroy your foes. That's rad. Yeah. It is pretty cool. But the rest of him is like, I don't know. Yeah. Which leads us to questions. James from our Patreon asked, would you ever consider playing a follower of Zonkathon, a cleric perhaps? Is that a type of character? Is that type of character viable in any party, evil parties notwithstanding? Um, I know that uh, if Heather was here, she would definitely say yes. I mean, I I think. Oh, of course. Yeah, 100%. uh, I mean, she definitely would. I, I think. We could probably make it work. It would be very awkward, but I, I don't think it would mesh very well. I think um, the, the biggest problem with it is the anathema for Zonkathon is it is anathema to end the suffering of others. Yeah. So you cannot I, heal other people. It's, it's Unless very you're also strange. Them suffer. Unless it's hurting them somehow, which that's not really a thing. So yeah, I don't have, know. And you could play one if you have another healer in the party that's doing the healing and you're just doing the hurting. Yeah, I I just but, uh, yeah. I don't think it would work for me. I tend to play characters that are if I'm gonna go evil, they tend to be redeemed later. So I don't I don't think I would be able to do it. If I'm gonna go also, evil, like it's gonna people. be chaotic nature based evil. But uh, I don't know, man. Like, who wants to hang out with that guy? Like, who wants to hang out with the one that's like, ah, the suffering, excellent, or? Are they going to secretly try to make everyone in the party suffer? Like, I just feel like you're asking yeah. for trouble. Yeah, I I don't. Yeah. We, we might have to veto that one. <laughs> uh, I mean, if you want to, go for it. But, you know, yeah. I don't know. Don't play in my games with me. I don't want to play with you. 
<laughs> but not Heather when you're would. playing that. Heather would love Heather, it. Heather would Give definitely her a call if you want to play like an all Zonkathon party or something. She would be down. She, would be she, I, she loves Hellraiser. It's true. She also <laughs> true. just likes Zonkathon for she, some yeah. reason. I'm not sure why. Eh, to each their own. <laughs> yep. Uh, the chat has some funny comments to say. Uh, not so free. Willie says the cleric of Zonkathon could take the medic background and the risky surgery feat, which I'm just <laughs> 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 the whole time everything. going, all right, come on, that one, that one, that one. It's the person that anytime they have to yes. do an injection, they have to stab you four times before they get it yes. right. Yeah. Uh, Revcon <laughs> says a bard of Zonkathon and all she can do is telemarketing. Ooh, that's an evil one. <laughs> that's pretty that's, good. That's pretty, uh, that's pretty, pretty bad. evil. Pretty good. Wolf Mafia says a Cthunite uh, cleric that is just Michael from The Good Place. <laughs> It's pretty good. That's that's interesting because it's all psychological torture. He can do psychological. Torture, doesn't have and to be you can physical. totally do yeah. that. Yeah. Very so you're like you're like Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. I, right. I could go for that. Now we move on to the minor deities, some of which we've heard of and some of which I had never heard of before. Yeah, some of them I yep. have not heard of. So now we'll start with Akakek, another Heather favorite. Uh, it's too bad Heather's not here. Yeah. He's I, a big old mantis. I cannot think of Akakek without thinking of Buffy. It's like third or fourth episode in season one where you have the substitute teacher that's a mantis that's killing mm. some of the boys. And I, because of that, I I feel like Akakek should be female. Akakek should be female because the male mantises are the ones that die after copulation. Yeah. It just makes more well, sense. Well, that's why he's never going to mate with anyone. Yeah, but. If you wanted a real deadly scary mantis, it should be the lady mantis. It should be the lady. Uh, oh, actually, it does say in here, while many of Akakek's uh, faithful attribute the mantis god with a masculine identity, uh, Akakek holds himself beyond the mortal conventions of gender, just as he issues ah. ancestry in most mortal affairs. So he is actually a gender. Okay, then that works. Or they I, are I did gen- read that, but that's. I think what bothers me is that he's attributed as male. Ah, true. Like, yeah. You know what? We like will it. just attribute him... As her at Akakak, we will now say it do, he, They do use the he pronoun for yeah. him within this yes. his section. But we, like all humans, will defy their written standards and make yes. our own. <laughs> uh, I also, reject your I, reality and substitute my own. Yes. I like that his sister is Grandmother Spider, who is yeah. always trying to get him to rebel against the gods. That makes me exceedingly happy because I like it her. It does make me happy. Yes. <laughs> um, mantises. Not that scary. Interesting choice for a scary god. Yeah. He's spiny. He's got a lot of spikies. All right. Alceta is cool. She is the next one. I never heard of her. I hadn't either. The welcomer. I hadn't heard of her either. She's cool. Um, She is the goddess of doors, portals, thresholds, and traditions. She's lawful neutral, which is interesting. I think she's a play on the Roman goddess Janus um, or Janus. He's a guy. If you're going for the thing. which is a again two-faced deity that is mm-hmm. gods of of doors and transitions and and change. Yeah, I think so too. And so also and is I think an there's, Buffy there's, episode. There's very good similarities here that I was like, wait a second, that looks kind of familiar. I think it'd be kind of cool to play a follower uh, that's like you're just really obsessed with doors. Like you don't fully understand your religion. You're not like a cleric. You're just like a lay person who worships them, and you're like really into doors. Like you want to stop and investigate the doors. It would be <laughs> yeah. excellent for a gnome because like you could be weird and get doors. away with things as a gnome. Yeah. I just think it'd be weird. That'd be cool. Like All right, it. next, Arasni. I love Misa Arasni. I just I, love her symbol. Uh, 
I'm into this is the kind of evil I'm into, okay? She's all like <laughs> the neutral evil. How no, it's not necessarily it's the the things, right? She cares about abused people and not letting people abuse you, even if you have to murder the bejesus out of them. And also I'm down. doesn't like unwilling undeath. She's cool with if you want to be willing yeah, to do whatever you want. Yeah. But don't be forced to be that way. And but I really I, I really like it. I, I tried not to read too far because I didn't want any spoilers or anything. But uh, I just, I really enjoyed her alternate domain of sorrow because I think it makes so much sense for what she had to suffer through. Mm-hmm. And it just, I just really like her. Yeah, just she really is like very her. fun. Because she's kind more, of like for, an evil Milani. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. For more on her, see our uh, Tyrant Scrasp uh, Patreon exclusive where uh, Arasni is featured quite heavily in some of the content we've already recorded. True. Yeah. All right. And then we've got also amazing Besmara. She's great. Take what you can. Give nothing back. I love her. <laughs> I love that she is uh, the deity of piracy, sea monsters, and strife. Sea monsters. That's rad. Continues into Starfinder because she's also like space monsters. There's like Besmaran whelps. Very spaceships. Cool. Big fan. Yeah, because like she kind of reminds me, I'm not gonna lie, of Urgotho a little bit because it's all about kind of taking, but I feel like she's not taking it in the same way as Urgotho. She's got a code. <laughs> she's part got her, she's got a code. Part of know? her edicts is stay loyal to captain and crew. Yeah. Right? So it's that's anathema why I like her to betray shipmates. Like it's it really harkens back to how piracy, like yeah. democracy on pirate ships and the way that mm-hmm. like pirate crews were they treated each other well generally. They treated everybody else really bad, but like there was like order in chaos. There, there's a honor among yeah. thieves kind honor of thing. Honor among thieves. Yeah. yeah. I'm a big fan. I like her a lot. She's very fun. Yep. I, I like also her. appreciate like uh, that uh, on her avatar spell. Uh, so, for those who don't know, avatar makes you an avatar of your deity. So, mm-hmm. they give unique abilities to anybody who worships uh, Besmara. Uh, it gives you like a rapier, you know, that's a, you know, just a really powerful rapier. But then your ranged is literally a ship's cannon. So, I'm just imagining you turn <laughs> into an avatar of Besmara and you've just got this big old cannon under oh, one yes. arm and you're just blowing people away with it. So, I love the the imagery of that. It's, it's, it's pretty super cool. Fun. I'm now mentally like, how do I get the avatar spell? And will I be to a level where I can take it? You have to be a cleric of Besmara to do it, I believe. You have to be a cleric? Oh. Or, or cast oh. off the um, divine list. Mm. Okay. I Fine. think. Bummer. Yeah. We'll figure it out. All right. It does say a worshiper of Besmara, though, so you'd have to be like a sorcerer with uh, uh, the follows Besmara or something like that. I... All right, Bri. Bri looks really, really cool. I, I love like Bri. Bri. She's like a porcelain construct looking lady. She is very I neat. Know. I know like uh, there's like several different ideas of how she came to be. And I I like the one where she was a construct who achieved consciousness and a spark of divinity. Like, Mm. I think that's just cool. Other than, you know, she was a human alchemist and inventor who like discovers. I was like, no, I kind of like the idea that she was just like just came to be like that. She's always been a a clockwork construct kind of a a vibe. Yeah, I like it a lot. I also like uh, I like that her favorite weapon is like a little hammer. It's like a light hammer. So it's like tink, 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 except of course it's a weapon. But big enough to hurt people. I find that very fun. Um, She 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 very much looks like the the clockwork uh, uh, robots from the Doctor Who episode in France. Mm-hmm. It's very mm. similar to that. Minus that the style. French costume. Minus the French costume. Yes, she's so cool. She looks <laughs> she so, cool. so cool. 
This is going to be a deep a deep cut, but she looks like a prime Warframe, which oh. if anybody plays Warframe, you'll get that reference. She does look like a Warframe. Yep. I don't get if it. You don't play, if you okay. don't play Warframe, um, it looks like a really cool suit of armor. And then we yeah. have Cassandra Lee, the Iron Goddess, whose symbol which, is literally like a circuit. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't actually read this one because I'm. I started playing it through Iron Gods and I didn't. Gods. Yeah, so yeah. I didn't read this one after I read like the first paragraph, and I was like, oh. I will say this is surprisingly <laughs> good at not actually spoiling that adventure path. Um, okay. This is like one of those like if you didn't know that is a thing, it was mentioned in Starfinder. It's you know. It's mentioned in second edition. Cassandalee is kind of a thing. You know? I like that she yeah, has I floating math really symbols. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it does actually mention the fact that she appears in her, what used to be her mortal guise, which here's the thing that kind of bugged me is the art that they have has her with black hair, but it specifically says she has purple hair oh, in yeah. the actual description Homer. of her. So that was a little bit of a mismatch between the huh. art and the yeah. actual description of her. They but when she appears, that. she appears as a hologram made of algorithms and mathematical symbols and stuff. Cool. And I was like, oh, cool. She's just code. But like, I'm you know, very pleased you with this. That's it's like really neat. rad. I She's also <laughs> appreciate, again, I like the avatar abilities, but uh, her ranged attack, if you do her avatar, is to hit him with logic. <laughs> it's a logic blast of just, I'm just imagining it's just hitting just, you with math. It's just and it's like, oh, I can't calculate. It's a geometric <laughs> proof. It's like one of those proofs you had to do in geometry. Oh, one of those like awful Ugh. ones. Yeah. yeah. I uh, thankfully I never had college. to do those. Then we have oh, I did, I did an entire class on that for Ew. computer science. Oh. I have never used it. No, it I took awful. geometry in summer school, so they had to cut that part out <laughs> to fit oh, the curriculum. <laughs> I, I hate proofs. I hate mathematical proofs. All right. Chaldera. Is it Chaldera or Caldera? I don't know. It has a CH. Okay. I think it's I think it's Chaldera. Another thing they needed in this book is some pronunciation guides. Yeah, pronunciation guide would have been nice. Whatever phonics this is. I know that they do that because it's like however you want to pronounce it. But I'm like, sometimes I I just want to know. know. Just tell me. (laughs) The calamitous turn is a very cool epithet. It is. I will say the art looks like a Ah! freaking possessed. I just love it. It gave me Chucky vibes. It's a little Chucky. It's a little Chucky. It's a little Chucky, but it's great. It's super Chucky vibes. I just love her coat. <laughs> what her coat? Her coat is very fun. <laughs> the coat is very nice. Yeah. Um. She is very fun. I I like that she's like, you have to retort to insults. Um. You can't abandon your friends in need. Like. Yeah. It's very good. I like that one of her anathemas is attribute a lucky turn of events to your own skill. <laughs> so yeah. you have to literally tell people, Nah, I just got lucky. That wasn't yeah, that wasn't just skill. Got lucky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she's, she's very fun. I wish that her holy symbol was more interesting. It's just a dagger or a short sword or whatever. I yeah. wish it was something else. Yeah. I, I do appreciate her avatar uh, ranged ability is a fistful of buttons. <laughs> I know that <laughs> it was is great. non-lethal damage, it's but it's hitting you for 66 plus three bludgeoning. Awesome. So just imagine like these buttons are just adamantine buttons being thrown at you at like 120 feet a second. This makes me exceedingly <laughs> pleased. I like it very it much. Does, it yeah, does please just, me very it's much. It's just crazy chaos, like, you know, just halfling weirdness. Goodness. Then we get to the creepiest guy in this book, probably. Okay. Oh, I hate this Glonder. one. Uh, I'd never Fuck heard boy. of this one. I had never heard of this um, one either. He's absolutely Mm-mm. disgusting and he must be out of, out and about on Earth right now <laughs> the gossamer king area of concerns yeah. infection insects <laughs> parasites and stagnation he's gross inf- and his little yeah. symbols a mosquito because of course he it is. is a weird like multi-tentacled wow. mosquito 
it, looking it's, thing. Like it's awful. Ugh. It's just awful. It's I don't like, like him at all. Face on a mosquito. It's awful. It's very terrible, and it should feel bad. And we're going to move on. And we're going to move on anymore. to Grandmother Spider. She's yes. rad. Immediately. Who's actually pretty rad. Super cool. <laughs> she gives me vibes of like the guy from Spirited Away in the boiler, like the boiler room guy with oh, all the yeah. arms. Yeah. Little spider guy. Yeah. Also, she has a cute little spider friend on her shoulder. It's super cute. See, I and like, I, I like that she's just cute. like, ah, uh, F off, gods. Like, I'm just going to yeah. like F with I'm you because you keep thing. using me. I do like, I, I totally get why she does what she does. Yeah. You know, it feels yeah. like she's kind of taken advantage of. And so she's like getting her petty little revenges. And I kind of like it. Yeah. Well, you can tell that she kind of is based off of like the I'm spider in yeah. a lot of like various African uh, mythologies and folk tales. Yeah. Like the mm-hmm. spider's always up to something. Typically, um, you know causing mischief and disruption so i think it's really neat yeah but yeah cute little spider yep, friend yep. she herself doesn't look like a spider though and that is why she is yeah. okay yeah well, i i she gives me an another dating myself reference in the uh 90s ama- uh amazing spider-man uh television show they do a whole arc about peter getting extra arms because his mutation oh. gets messed up mm-hmm. and he ends up with six arms and <laughs> and two legs because he's you know he's going more spider uh, and it I <laughs> maybe I saw that. that and I was like, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Wow. <laughs> I do have to say, I really like the idea of like, <laughs> you're like a cleric of Grandmother Spider. You're really into weaving. There's a lot of yeah. like secret codes in weave and woven things. And Oh like, my gosh. That makes me cool. think of the movie Wanted. Yeah, like Wanted. Like, oh, yeah. Doing the, like, uh, it was so it, bad, you know, but so good. It, yeah, I really it was such it. a weird like thing to do, you know, like, oh, we, we get our, our hits from what comes out of the magic loom. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah, her edict, one of her edicts is essentially like, you know, be clever. <laughs> Humiliate the powerful. I'm in. <laughs> I do like that one. Eat that's the rich. <laughs> like, yes, that's good. Grandmother yeah. Spider. And then we got Grotus. Who is the moon from Majora's Mask. Of course, yes. 110%, yeah. Um, he also, he, is. Um, he reminds me of the like, evil entity um from fifth element hmm. you know because he's he's basically oh, like yeah, this giant yeah. ball of evil you never really know what he is but he's not evil he, he's, he's neutral. neutral yeah yeah but he's like gonna bring about the end of the world yeah. and that's that's kind of what i get from it but you know, know sometimes things end i like that he just like hangs out in the boneyard like yeah. sup like looking at things yeah doing just, whatever waiting eventually. for my time there's no point yeah, like yeah. he's just there being a moon, like <laughs> living his yeah. best moon life. <laughs> yep, that's all I, I got. Weird feelings toward them, but I like, like I because of Tyrant's grasp, he's always going to be like a friendly moon that's just in the sky that I say hi to when I think about him. Grotus is another millennial deity that's yeah. just like, oh, yeah. everything's awful. Like eh, the, the world end, is fine, man. whatever. It's fine. Uh. <laughs> it's true. I mean, okay, let's look at his his edicts are preach of the upcoming end times. Destroy yeah. that which has outlived its usefulness. So it's not destroy I mean, everything. Yeah. Put, the, put the suffering out of their misery. So if you I, were a cleric like of Grotus and you ran around with a cleric of Zonkathon, Ooh. that would be really weird. That'd be that a lot be of really reason for fights. die. Yeah, anyway. there would be, be some fights. This is, by the way, another one. Uh, it says anathema artificially extends something's existence or lifespan. Yeah, you can't Ooh. heal. So you can't heal people. <laughs> it's divine so font is harm. Another one that's hard to play. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, you oh, can't spread true. hope. Your is harm. Yeah. No spreading hope for you. No hope. No yep. hope. No goodness. Know. You just got to be a Debbie Downer all the time. <laughs> he's a grumpy uncle in the sky. It's fine. It's, yeah. Yep. He's Lewis Black. He's Lewis Black in the sky. <laughs> Did we cast him as Lewis Black? <laughs> no, we didn't. Let's see. Groatus was. I feel like he, I've uh, said Christopher Walken. I don't know what got picked. That's gorgeous. Oh, who knows? You should Maybe add Grotus. more cowbell. I can't Actually, do I don't Walken. think we've cast him yet. Yeah, we did. Uh, I remember it. No, come on. No, we, we haven't yet. Hmm. Feels feels wrong. That's sus. Feels no, because we've done Gozra Gorum, hmm. but we haven't gotten him on. We've done Gruhasta, but we have That's not done Groatus yet. Oh. Hey, hmm. Gruhasta okay. is next. He is a cute boy with wings and a very yep. cool halo. I love his yep. symbol. It's like a, a mandala, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so he is the the keeper. Uh, his areas of concern are enlightenment and the Vudrani holy book, which is very hey, specific. Vudrani. I love anything Vudrani. Yep. True. Vudrani is super cool. Yeah, he's very cool. He's like the nephew of Aurori, I think is his deal or something. I think so. It was something like that or, or related somehow. Yeah. Uh, once mortal nephew of Aurori. Yeah. That's it. That's nephew. it. So. so he's neat. I like him. He's very like he feels very Buddhist. He feels very like yeah. compassion for all living for all beings, trying to attain enlightenment through like knowledge and wisdom and empathy. Like yeah. very good. Very cool. Yeah. Very I appreciate nice. his anathema is deny a sincere student education. Yeah. So like as long as yeah. somebody comes to you saying, I want to learn something, you have to teach them. Yeah. Which is just great. Like that's just a great mm -hmm. idea. We should all do that. He's I good. Like that. I like him. I like him a lot. All right, uh, carrying on to maybe one of my favorite deities in this entire book. Yes, I didn't know oh, about hey this Fang. one. Hey, Fang, Duke <laughs> of Thunder. Duke of Thunder. I mean, honestly, that's just a great. I, he's okay, hanging so out with Besmara. You know, he's hanging out with Besmara. <laughs> oh, yeah, and they buds. And Caden, and they're just getting drunk and like sailing the seas and stuff. It's yeah. very cool. His, I just love this quote. More often than not, as drunk and foul mouthed as the sailors who pray to him. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is very fun. This is the kind of chaos I'm into, okay? Like, yeah. he's chaotic neutral. <laughs> he's just a little bit of chaos. His anathemas are hysterical. So anathema. Yep. You can't fake friendship with those you despise. You can't yeah. disrespect him or his estranged wife. <laughs> We're Don't estranged, she's my still wife. my wife. We're not together. <laughs> Uh, and you can't ignore an affront to, to yourself or to Hayfang. But the whole like, I know we're not together right now, but don't talk about my wife. <laughs> yes. I still love funny. her. <laughs> it's real yeah. good. Yeah. I just, his art is great too. He is very cool. Yes. Yeah. And his symbols neat. It's a storm cloud. That's rad. Yeah. Anything else about him? He's very fun. Yeah, we just love I him. I like him a lot. That's good. Yeah. And then also all these minor deities are so cool. Yeah. Uh, Kazutal? Yes. Oh, Mother, Jaguar. Kazutal. Mother Jaguar. Mother Torres. Rad. Super yes. cool. She's like a cooler Caden Kayleen because like Caden's like a fun, carefree liberty kind of a guy and she's more of like a I will end you kind of yeah. liberty lady. Well, Fight her your concerns are safety, liberty, and community. Yeah. So she's much more almost like a, a mix of Erastal meets Caden yeah. Yeah. in terms of like domain overlap. Well, it's I interesting like, yeah. to have safety and liberty together because those things often conflict because yeah. you have yeah. to give up some liberties to have safety, like the social contract, you know, like it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. 
But, but she's yeah, awesome. She's just she's she has just a jaguar yeah. who just hangs out. I, I appreciate I her ranged attack as her in her if you're cast avatar with her is she throws the jaguar. Throw jaguar. Uh, <laughs> it's, yes. It literally says jaguar pounce. It's awesome. I'm in. This sounds great. Yeah, she's rad. And that's the that's the jaguar that's around her neck. By the way, you <laughs> just yep. slinging it at people. That's because she's a boss. She can just have a jaguar on her neck. And the jaguar yeah, is all down rad. for it too. And her like, yes, symbol throw is me very at them. cool. <sighs> she's got a cool holy symbol. She does. And her mace thingy is very neat also. And her favorite weapon like is the machete. Yeah. I love her. Very tight. She's very Gotta good. Gotta get through them jungles. Yep. Sure. Okay, move it on. Uh, Kurgis, the strong man. I totally read this wrong, and I thought it said the Kurgan when I first read it, and I was like, ooh, Highlander, and then I was like, oh, that's not right. This is Andre the Giant. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Kurgis, the strong man. Which is why he's I put, I he put looks, the rock forward for this, but I lost. He looks like his Mr. face Queen. is weird. <laughs> he got kind of a weird face in this art. Not gonna lie, he is a strong boy. Um, he, uh, yeah, he's all about competing and playing games and stuff, which is fun. But being fair, like it's fair. it's like oh, yeah. the competition, but it's like don't don't cheat, don't be bad. Like go by your own, you know, abilities. And I like if that. we were playing like a modern day version of like Galarian, like with high schools and stuff, he would be like. The gym teacher. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. I could yeah. see that. Yeah. I could see that. He wears like sweatpants and like a whistle. I just I just want yeah. uh, an adventure path that's basically like kind of like Ruby Phoenix tournament, but it's just uh you it's know, like the, the equivalent of Titan games. Oh, that'd be fun. Just cheered you on, like, let's go, buddy. Realize your potential. Compete with your full potential. Oh, that's okay, buddy. We'll get them next time. Okay, and then so the next person comes up. Let's go, buddy. The chat has some great things to say. We've got Wolf Mafia here saying the great himbo is what he should have been called. Because he is the a himbo. himbo. <laughs> That's very good. Uh, Gracious. Kick the table says, can you smell what the strong man is cooking? No, he is Andre mm. the Giant. Apparently he did he's not Andre get the cast giant. as Dwayne the Rock Johnson. He's no. the rock. You guys had your he's chance not. and you chose wrong. Whatever. No, my head we can, left it up to the path folk the and the path folk chose Andre the Giant because Andre the Giant is amazing. That's he's just because I don't like to pick things for me. I said the wrong too, I think. All right. Andre the then we've got Milani. I'm disappointed she's not a halfling. Uh, she's very frowny. Other thing I'm disappointed with her art is yeah, she frowny. is the deity of hope and she's frowning. And I just don't, I don't like, like, how are you the deity of hope and you don't have a smile on your face? Like well, having a smile makes other people feel like more hopeful and relaxed, I, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to agree with you on that because that's like telling, you know, Captain Marvel that she needs to be smiling. I was like, Captain America yeah, doesn't smile. True. and He's a symbol that's of hope. True. That's true. <laughs> like, I feel like I he know. does smile a lot, though. Well, not in the like posters and stuff where he's trying oh, to look yeah. all awesome. And Being I feel like that's what man. is going on here. Like, yeah, Maybe. she's frowny, but I, I, am, I, I just. Okay, I'm going to tell you right now, I didn't really give a crap about the frown. I had a, a problem with the boob window. Oh, yeah, that's like stab me here, please. <laughs> like, oh, if I you, you want to get mad at so that, much. that's kind of, there's that's still the art. There's still I art know, like that I know, I just okay. hated it so Let much. me continue to rag on this illustration. I hate her holy symbol. I like the, ro the ro I like the rose with the blood drop thing, but why is it stuck into stones? That is not, like, think about, like, I'm going to tattoo my holy symbol on myself. That's a horrible thing to try to tattoo. It's not it, a It'd symbol. be a hard thing to do. I think I get it. Like, it's supposed to be like, it, it can grow out of anything. Yeah, but it's... But yeah, it's, it's the... It, I didn't it, realize it, it was stones. So. You know? It should be more... Maybe put a big rock and like a flower, like maybe do something more stylized. Like a cracked rock or something and like yeah, the rose going uh, up through it. That could have been better. 
I don't know. I think it's weird. Also, she yeah. should be a halfling because I only ever think of the Bellflower Network and she should be a halfling. So. Yeah. And why does she have wings? That's weird. I thought, wasn't she like an angel? I feel like I've I, never I looked at her art before. I could have sworn she's like an angel that begot her own deityhood. She has something, butt something, wings something. too. <laughs> she has butt wings? What? Sorry, someone in the uh, yeah, chat Yeah, so says her wings are not wings. coming out of the traditional place, which is out of your scapula and your back. They seem to be coming out lower, and that is weird. I don't understand. Middle of her spine for some reason. Yeah, uh, that that's kind of weird. This art's weird. That's what we have to say about that. But I love Milani as a goddess. Yes, as a goddess. Oh yeah, totally. Fighting the good fight and whatnot. Big fan. All right, now we're coming to my new favorite. Oh, oh. ah, yes, of course. (laughs) Vivi Rumbadazzle. Vivi (laughs) Rumbadazzle. I had not heard of her before. She came across this and I was like, yes, I have to play a character that follows Nibby Rumbadazzle. Rumbadazzle. (laughs) This is just amazing. This is the greatest name. Of course, it's a gnome. And how befitting for a gnome to win divinity because of a gamble. And even better that it was against. A freaking door. I love it. I'm a her holy symbol is a D six. That's pretty rad. Her holy symbol is a great symbol. You could easily tattoo that on your body. That's how I judge holy <laughs> symbols. <laughs> you could etch that into something, and it would look neat. Also, uh, I just somebody like in the that- chat kicked the table in the chat said she's the god of Rollum. Yeah, or you know, just just RN Jesus of uh, Pathfinder. Rolum has been punishing every table I've played in this whole week. We've all been rolling really bad, and somebody finally <laughs> said, "Like, I think Nivi Rombadazzle's bad at us, mad at us." And then our <laughs> luck changed a little bit. So I don't know. Maybe I don't she's know. awesome, I just, and I love her. She's my new favorite, and I'm making a character that follows her. I, just I think we should to. just all play scoundrels that follow her. Oh, that'd be We're fun. just a bunch of scouts. We're essentially going to play out the plot to that card counting movie. <laughs> 21? Wait, wait, you mean the one where they're from MIT or whatever? Yeah, and they're yeah, doing yeah. The card yeah, counting? yeah Even yeah. though technically the main character in that was supposed to be Asian? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, sure. Well, well, you know, Hollywood. We're going to be gnomes, yeah. you know, so. That's true. We'll make a better version. Yeah. Uh, okay. Then we've got Nick Nocticula, who is so fun. I... Love her so much. My hair, my color, my hair color is actually kind of the same color as theirs it's right now. It's kind of a so. nocticula purple. And yeah, it is nocticula purple. You could totally cosplay her, you know. <laughs> I like her little Ash. winkies. Uh-oh, I left my door open yep. and now I have a small kitty. That's Uh-oh. okay. Say hello, small kitty. Hi. It's anyway, her art just makes me happy. I, I like that she's allied with Queen Sorshin and that she's that just kind of sense. like the goddess of misfit toys. Hmm. Yeah, because she's the goddess of, like, exiles. Yeah. Uh (laughs) It's true. And I like that she is essentially, like, an ascended, you know, bad thing. Because I think it's it's interesting that those are not permanent things, right? Like, it's so black and white to be like, you're a demon. You're evil forever. Not true. You can ascend. She's like, screw that. (laughs) Which means you can go the other way, too. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, so I do appreciate her edict of being uh, number one, create art true to yourself. Yeah. So she's like huge into art and art creation, which is interesting for a chaotic neutral deity to be. It's also anathema to finish a work of art during daylight hours. That's, That's kind of weird. weird yeah, it's weird. Kinda weird. Uh, <laughs> I do also appreciate her uh, when casting the avatar spell, you get a ranged attack 
that is literally a magnanimous smile. I love it. Non-lethal, range 120 feet visual. That's 66 plus three of mental damage as you just kill <laughs> with kindness. She just yeah. disarms you with her smile. The disarming, disarming smile. She is very fun. Just give him a little wink, you know. Yep. And she has a little baby cloven foot. You know, peeking out of her. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I, I know. Mean, she's a, so I think cute. she was originally like a succubus or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So. I, think so. I love yeah. her. She's very fun. Yep. Okay. Super and then rad. we've got Sivana, who's very interesting and cool. Yeah. Uh, I hadn't heard of her. And I, I kind of enjoy that there's like this less of an evil association with illusions when it comes to her. Yeah. You know, it's, and the bladed and scarf. I just enjoy that. Yes. Yeah. It's a favorite weapon. Yeah. Very cool. Also, I enjoy that she has like a beef with Zonkathon about Shadow. Like, Shadow's not evil. How dare you? Like, I'm yeah. a big fan of that. Yeah. She I is like neat. Her, uh, her edicts and anathema are kind of conflicting, though, because it's like her anathema is you, it's anathema to use illusions and shadows to harm another creature. But she's also like the goddess of illusion. Which often yeah. is used to hurt another. Creature? I think that just means like you can't use like phantasmal killer. Hmm, that makes sense, right? Because like that would be using an illusion to harm another creature or shadow uh, evocation, shadow conjuration, like stuff like that. So like you can you can show the beauty and illusions by being like hallucinatory terrain. Look at how like nice and beautiful I can make this area look. You Here's know? a problem with that: her avatar ranged spell thing is illusory assault. That's what mm. doesn't make sense. Yeah, she's a bit of a paradox. Somebody didn't think that through. Yeah. Hmm. Calling out Paizo here. Calling you out, Paizo. (laughs) (laughs) My eyes get real big. Okay. Uh, Moving on. We're almost to the end here, and then we'll dive into. Oh, no, 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 we're not. We're not even. We're going to be here forever. We're still in the second (laughs) chapter, y'all. All right. Uh, Shizuru, the Empress of Heaven. Cool that it's a lady sun deity. Serenray, also a lady sun deity. Yep. It's basically uh, the 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 samurai samurai lady. I, I got a very Ghost of Tsushima vibe I mean, from favorite, her. Favorite yeah. weapon katana, like yep. yeah, very yeah. much. But then contrasted with uh, Tsukio, which is a male god of the moon, which is interesting because yeah. usually yeah, it's kind of female. the inverse of what you normally see yeah. in the in like real world mythologies. So that very was cool. Neat. Yeah. Tsukio kind of have, gives me an Osiris feel. Yeah, both of these have very good holy symbols that you could tattoo on your body. <laughs> I really like Sukiyos. It's so cool. Just because I love the, the moon. It's like the phases yeah. of the moon within like a crescent um, moon. Yeah, it's really, I it's really nifty. Really enjoyed Sukiyo because it's the only god that I've ever seen that mentions mental illness. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that yeah, very much. I just I like that. And then it was like this whole thing of um, they offer uh, assistance to, and teach communities to respect and celebrate these individuals and Sukian priests never attempt to treat these individuals unless they desire such assistance. Mm. And yep. I like that. It says one of his anathema is to force aid on those who do not want it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very cool. Yep. All right. Moving on along. Okay. Those are all the minor duties. <laughs> <laughs> I know, we're, I know we're like almost an hour and a half in here, but we're getting there. So let's pull a question from this is from Ben on the Discord. Um, what is your favorite minor deity? Or from Mirror, same question: best minor deity, and why? It, why is it Nocticula? Because she's goals. I don't know if she's my favorite one though. She's my favorite one. Even better than Nivi Rombodazzle. It's for different reasons, but you gotta have one favorite. I, I am Rachel and I have two. 
rude. <laughs> I find this very rude. I'm going to go. Fine. I'm going to have two, too. I'm going to have Mother Jaguar. And I'm also going to have Besmara because pirates and also sea monsters. All right. Jordan. Fine. Then if you guys get two, I get yeah. two. Um, There's two questions. I, establishing. I am, I am a software engineer and lover of all things technology. So I will take Cassandalee and Bry. <laughs> Two-thirds nice. of Triune, baby. Very nice. Very good. Very good. All right. Moving on to demigods and other divinities. Okay. This uh, is my- shorter, so. Yeah. I had, I had a beef with this section, and it's just me being weird nitpicky. I don't like that the archdevils are not in order by the layer of hell that they're in. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> like it's it's an alphabetical order instead. Yeah. <laughs> I know, and I don't like that. I'm like, you could have changed it up for this one section. Tell me but their whatever. realms and then who lives in them. Yeah, I think that would have been better. Yeah. I, th- I think I that's think in, the, you know, somewhere else probably. Yeah, I think overall this section, because everybody, everybody gets a paragraph of, yeah. of each of yeah. these uh, separate sections, this is really just a teaser for another book. Yeah, I, I, think so. I would love to see full books of each of these, you know, uh, demigods and everything. But it's, you know, it's one of those things. It's just 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 enough to kind of whet the appetite. Yeah. It's also I, kind of weird to look at like the, you know, the arch devils versus demon lords because Paizo pulls from mythology a lot. But like Baphomet or Baphomet is a demon lord when in our world he's a devil. So there's like some weirdness like. Yeah. If if Mephistopheles is a devil, Baphomet should be a devil. But aren't yeah. devils and demons interchangeable in In our world, yeah. In but separating world, yeah. them messes with my brain. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I don't know. And then I just see Moloch and I think Buffy. So. I see Memon and I think Constantine and I think, <laughs> I think like Constantine. the son of Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. the pop culture references. To I, those, I very yeah. much remember them from pop culture. Diablo, like I know a lot yeah. of them. Also, from I'm that. a little offended that they made Mamon kind of cute. Like, um, if you look I'm at the artwork, lie. it's just kind of like, yay, look at <laughs> See, me. I love it. I love his face. He is frolicking. So he is flourishing. He is having too much fun yes. in hell. Uh, you know what? If you're a devil, baby, you got to have fun. <laughs> That's right. Too much fun it. being had here. No, nope, I love it. <laughs> um, I like that the Queens of the Night are interesting. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's There's something about it that's like, they're cool, but they're all, you know, they're bad guys. Um. I will say the the like the demon lords. I've decided the tree razor is just Hexus. Mm. Tree razor um, is interesting because he's much, a tree. Yeah. And I, okay, <laughs> this is just a weird thing for me when it comes to fantasy stuff in general. This is not just Paizo. Um, why do all bad people have to have a Z or, or an, an X? X? Those like I feel thing, like right? we need to take back. Z's and X's. It's true. true. <laughs> yeah, it's for, all the, for all those people who are named Zach and Xavier, you know, you're not yeah. evil. You're just misunderstood. It's a yes. cool sounding letter, but it always gets like pushed off to this. And like, I just want to write a story one day where all the good characters have like these evil sounding names. And then like all the bad people have well, like Tiffany. <laughs> all of the evil characters are cool and all cool things are evil. <laughs> That is not true. <laughs> that's, that's the metal view of things. I don't know, it? man. Here's where I'm at. Um, so then we get to the eldest, which I like a lot better because the first yeah. first world is a very neat. 
And if you read the little introduction section on the eldest, I really liked that it talked about how all of the major deities abandoned the first world because that was like their test run world. And so the eldest are actually just very powerful things that were from the first world that stepped Mm -hmm. into the role of deities. Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of neat. There's something nice there. I wish we hung out in the first world more. Yeah, it'd be kind of cool. Yeah. We all played Fae, you know, we ran around the That'd first be world. Neat. Be neat. That'd Fae be Adventure neat. Adventure Path. Cue it up, Paizo. I'm ready. Let's do it. <laughs> Ding. I'm sure they have a lot. <laughs> oh, True. no, I'm sure they have plenty that without throwing weird ideas at them every single time we review a product. <laughs> True. Also, the eldest have a lot of variety and like some of them are more mysterious and some of them are mm-hmm. sad and some of them are like, like, I feel like with devils and stuff, those are all bad guys. But with the eldest, there's like a range of things. They're, they're all yeah. over the place because they're... You know, some of them are more chaotic tricksters. Some of them are more like, just like, uh, I'm just, I'm just miserable to be here. You know, Ragadon looks rad, though. Yeah, Ragadon looks really rad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks like uh, Volvagia from Ocarina of Time. I was thinking like, uh, there's a big serpent thingy in uh, Fantasy, Final Fantasy 14 that kind of looks like that. I have not played this. Uh, Then we get to the Elemental Lords, which I don't think makes sense because if they're elemental lords they should either be very neutral or they should be a full duality the way Gozra works yeah why are there evil ones and why are there good ones and the good the evil one they're all well the excuse that they give that's a mean way to put it the logic behind it as far as (laughs) Paizo is concerned is that um the where is it um something about like mortals are using the the natural world ah there it is as mortality evolved it began harnessing the elements for malevolent purposes causing anguish descent between the benevolent element elemental lords and emboldening their evil counterparts but like why why are they evil like just because you're a hurricane guy doesn't mean you're evil it just means you're doing what you do well, yeah, it's that it's, whole it thing where like elementals can't be anything but true neutral because they are forces of nature. Yeah, because they're, they're not core, technically you know? elementals so much as like powerful primal chaos beings. But primal chaos beings should be neutral because chaos should, if at its primal state, should be neutral. I think. Yeah, I think there's also th- there was kind of a mi- there's kind of a missed opportunity with these to to go into the whole metaphysical like what even is good and evil because what's evil on this plane of existence can be completely different from what's evil on this plane of existence. Just given the, I mean, they have the whole like deities kind of moderating that, but it's, you know, it'd be interesting to see them kind of take this to a more, well, it's perfectly normal to, to throw people off of, uh, you know, bridges in the plane of air because everybody can fly. Mm. And so they wouldn't think it, mm. they think it might, they might think it a little weird when you plummet like a stone. You well, know? Rick says in the chat that it is probably a holdover from AD&D's Temple of Elemental Evil. But mm. even then, why would you do that in AD&D? Elements should be neutral. These are my thoughts. Mm. I don't know. Who knows? Could be wrong. Thank you for coming to our TED Talk. Thank you for coming <laughs> to my TED Talk. Zonkathon shouldn't have a bat and elements should be neutral. <laughs> Imperial Lords, Jessica. What do you got? <laughs> They're good guys. Yeah, I I, I like much. them. <laughs> um, Black butterfly is cool. Yeah, Black I was gonna say butterfly. Black butterfly is probably my favorite one in this, just because that they, they basically kind of make it out like it's Peter Pan's shadow. The silence yeah, between, yeah, kind of cool. 
that it's like it, it's sometimes believed to be an aspect of Desna that is broken off and taken on its own life. So it's <laughs> that's, that's it's kind of like, like it feels very Peter Pan shadow. Yeah, so that was kind of cool. Well, but, she's cool yeah. because okay, I'm gonna read this. She hates all evil, but she truly despises the powerful beings of evil that populate the dark tapestry, and her followers are expected to fight these beings and their followers without mercy. So she's actually like elder gods f off and like she said like getting them i like you know? that i'm a fan she, and she didn't get corrupted butterfly. by looking at whatever superhero. it was sounds like zonkathon yeah. needed to make his will save you know what i mean oh yeah <laughs> i don't know why i'm so spicy it's just a thing i guess <laughs> but yeah she's cool she's also a dna and starfinder which is cool yeah that's no, my highlight were, from were, imperial lords but there are a lot of, a lot of good neat. ones Again, I think I agree with Jordan where I felt I felt like a lot of this because there was only one paragraph on everything that it felt like a teaser. Yeah. Like I feel like we're yep. gonna get more on this later. Well yeah, I, and they, I need, they didn't I get need art. the continuation of this book where they just define all of the demigods and, and well, so yeah. on. They do put there is like essentially an appendix that has all of these uh folks in it and like these huge tables with like their edicts and their anathema and their domains and all that stuff. If you wanted to use them, be a follower of them, but yeah, but I want more flavor. There's no art of all of them. And like, I don't know. I want their aphorisms. What's, what's the aphorism of, uh, how dare you, you be know, a teaser? <laughs> Give us everything. 700 how page dare? books is books. I'll buy a 500 page book. I don't care. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, Palura is cool. There's like a lot of really cool deities up in the, uh, Imperial one, Imperial although Lords, they're all yeah. good deities. So they balance out the devil guys. Yeah. Followed by the horsemen. Again, weird. <laughs> there's they're, four they're, of them. Yeah, I mean, they're the yeah. four horsemen. Um, they're what you expect. I will say, though, I feel like, is it Zuriel? 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 Looks like they're trying to go for, like, the crow makeup. Oh, my God. I was thinking, like, <laughs> insane clown posse. Again, like, <laughs> they look like... <sighs> Like a hair metal band with some wings on the back. I was going to say, it's it's the contrast of the white makeup and the blonde hair. That yeah, I think it, me there's this, something like, there that's not working because everything else is feel. cool. Yeah. Like, I love the wings. Yeah. I love the sword. I, but there, there's something about the face that I'm just like, this looks weird. <laughs> yeah, I'm not but, a huge fan of it, to be honest. The art, yeah. some of the art in this is a little not great, which is odd. We're being nitpicky. To We're be being fair. very nitpicky. We're being very nitpicky. Stop putting people in face paint in these books. Clown <laughs> <laughs> no makeup is ICP. bad. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else is great. Oh, okay, and then we get let's... some monitor demigods and Barzocks here. That's cool. <laughs> oh, is he? Oh, yeah, goodness. he's like the first one, Barzock. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm... Yes, he is. Uh, it's because I used to spell it differently. <laughs> fair. Barzock the Passage. I love him. He's yeah. my fave. He's pretty cool. Also, see Tyrant's Grasp <laughs> for see, why we're excited true. about seeing Barzak. The the Mother Vulture art is, is it makes me very, think of uh, the Witcher wrong. Three um, mm. when you had one of the 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 was it the Beehive one? I don't remember, but one of the the one witches of the, or whatever uh, witches, yeah, yeah, yeah. and everything kind of gives me that vibe, and I'm like, yeah, that's that's sufficiently creepy. Well, I really like I, them because they're all neutral, like true yeah. neutral, which is cool. Yeah, I appreciate monad, um, which uh, one, that's mm. a term used in programming that we all joke. It, nobody understands what monads are in programming. So <laughs> there's that. But it, I love that it's just like it's, you know, 
it is just like a force of nature and it's just like it exists both within and outside the multiverse and is influence over the entirety of existence though generally content to allow the multiverse to run its course it directs its aeons to intervene when events deviate from their ineffable design mm. it's just like i have an idea for where things are going and then i'm just going to kind of course correct you a little bit so That's it's like the weird interest. floaty things from the new final fantasy seven I haven't played the new Final Fantasy VII, so I oh, okay. Know. Never I mind. Like, <laughs> uh, I like Yadajisk. Yadajisk. There's a Y and then a Yadajisk. Your Dajisk. Yadajisk. It's probably Disc? silent, so it's probably Dajisk. Dajisk. I like them because they are the Protean Lord of Language Evolution, Lost Words, and Slang. That's That's you cool. would as an English teacher. Yeah. Like this. <laughs> I, now I need to play like a writer, like a bard who follows this guy and is all about like preserving like languages on the verge of being lost. That'd be kind of cool. It's kind of fun. I think that'd be really cool. And then we've got, you know, Heather, uh, the outer gods and great old ones. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the yellow sign? No. <laughs> the answer no, is no. Even if you've seen it, you just say no. What? Yep. Yeah. What are you talking about? Um, yeah, so these guys are, of course, you know, your your cosmic horror buddies. Nah, My cat's nah, gonna, nah, I gotta throw a thing at him. <laughs> Sorry, he was scratching a box. Um, okay, so we have a question, which is, when and where will Haster strike next? Um, I don't know if you've been experiencing the same 2020 as the rest of us, but I'm now. pretty sure he's already here. Now, basically. <laughs> he's here. He's, yeah. I mean... I mean yeah. Zamandor is among us. Like I think Haster's definitely. Haster, Haster, Haster. Now he's here. We can ask him. Well, then Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Let's just put them both out there. That's yeah, true. It'll Goodness. be a weird day. I, it's already pretty crazy, I guess. Um, <laughs> I think Zamandor is interesting because just knowing his Zamandor's name means he's around. Like he's alive. The living cancer. Very cool. Um, Zamandor? No, Zamandor is the most plot. No, it says the living cancer. Oh, is he also the living cancer? So he is the, the cancer. living cancer. Was born no, in the right. sewers beneath Carcosa, the alien city that is the home of Aster. Mm-hmm. He's a bad guy. <laughs> uh, he's, he's a bad guy. That's what I've got to say. Yeah, he's, he's a bad, bad guy. guy. <laughs> and then we get to a section that's very strange called Philosophies and Spirituality. Yeah. Which starts with Pantheons. Which, which is, starts with Pantheons. I guess Spirituality. And we have a question guess- actually about Pantheons from, is it Denev? Denev. Denev. Or uh, and it says, "What do you think about pan- pantheons?" I-, I found them strange that they're here. Like it, it, it was very limited, and it felt like again a teaser because it's like, "Oh, here's the dwarven, here's the elven, and the god claw." And I'm like, "That cannot be the only pantheons in the whole of Galarian." Like, I just don't think this was necessary like go big or yeah. go home give me yeah, like, like all I of feel them like or none of them pantheons could have their own book if you ask me this yeah. it's just very weird to me mm. or at least they need a chart that has more because you're either dwarven elven or the god claw yeah that's what about not gnome enough. or halfling or i don't know osirian yeah or... well, and each of these gets a paragraph to define the True. entire pantheon, which is not sufficient. Well, like, they at least get yeah. like areas of concern, alignments, the divine. Like they get the things you would need to actually. They get play a full someone. stat block as if they're a deity. But I feel like, yeah. it, like one of the things I really liked that Rick did was um, when he was playing Grim in Tales from Darkman Vale. Go watch Tales from Darkman Vale if you haven't seen that. Um, mm-hmm. Is 
that he was able to specifically call upon specific deities in different times and different contexts, which I think is really the cool thing about being, you know, is it worshiping in a pantheistic way is, is being able to call out different deities for, for kind of different needs that you have. It's, you know, very much a, you know, kind of like a calling on different saints in Catholicism. Yeah. Yeah. So I, 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 I want more information because I want to know like, okay, this is what this specific God is about. And this one uh, has interest in this. So, um, yeah, I, I want more. I, I think it that pantheons should be based more on culture, not ancestry. Yeah, also, yeah, I'd like, also believe I, that I think too. there can be both, or but both, I, I yeah. feel like there should be not just ancestry because sometimes yes. it's it you get these melting pots, so it becomes its own pantheon. I don't know. That's just my two cents. And then we get I mean, to I another because I, I can see like a, a Vudrani pantheon or an Assyriani sure. pantheon. Yeah. you know, very similar. Yeah, then we get but- to a very weird inclusion, the esoteric order of the Palantine Eye. Yeah, is that I, a, a philosophy I'm gonna, or a spirituality? I thought it was I'm a come out group. and say it. What is this doing in here? I, I, I just, it's just like a really secret weird. order of people yeah. who like to research occult stuff. I don't think they like... I don't know. It's weird. That's weird that that's in there. And it yeah, has anathema it- and stuff, which is weird. I don't know. But the it's, only, the only anathema that it has is revealing the order's secrets, which that's every secret society, and destroying rare or ancient lore, which a lot of secret societies have the uh, same thing. So yeah. I'm not sure it's different enough to need calling out here. It go. It I, should I think, be in a different book. I feel like they're they're putting it under the philosophy umbrella, but. But it's, Again, it's a I, philosophy specifically I, tied to a secret order, which means I know. you can't follow the philosophy without joining that order. So it's a it's little a, weird. I know. I it's just, a club. Like they need to make a book of organizations and clubs, and that is where this goes. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. So, so God calling, weird. though. God I, I do like God cool. calling. I want mechanics on how to do this. That's, I think that's what I'm missing in this section. Book. With yeah, the summoner book, they'll probably include that because summoners are kind of like god callers, so that would make yeah. sense to me. Yeah, and I think that's so. the one piece I'm missing from this is that I, I would have liked to see the mechanics of how I could build a god caller and or like you know, a special what, what the spell or are. something. Like yeah, yeah. A special spell, uh, an archetype, some you know dedication, something to go with it. But it's supposed to be just the spirituality of it, I yeah. suppose. Yeah, no, it is. Um, so that's cool. Green faith, rad, should be in here. People worship this instead of a deity. That makes sense. It I is like funny, it. though, it's because like the, the art for it makes me think of a snowman. It's so cute. It's, it's got, like, like a little, little pointy nose and everything. Like, it's it makes like me a little think of a snowman. Int. I love it. I'm a yeah. big fan. Bush. <laughs> yep. I like it very much. Right. Uh, then we have the laws of mortality, which honestly I find kind of like, eh. It's too close to the real it, though. world. Like, I, I get that yeah. as a philosophy. Like, that, that makes sense. Sure. Yeah, it's a philosophy. I just, uh, I live in a world where yeah. there aren't gods. I don't want to pretend that there aren't in a fake world. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I kind of like that it's flavor. more clear cut in Galarian. Like, I mean, oh, yeah. this is like, I get magic from this. I know this one is here. Well, this is saying we shouldn't worship them. They're not worth worshiping. So it is, well, it acknowledges that they're real. Yeah, but yeah. I'm also mind, just this like, is, eh. yeah, this is, this is the, the laws of morale of uh, mortality that come from Rahadum. So. That's yeah, kind of yeah. part of their entire culture is the laws of mortality. And it yeah. is their philosophy that they do. So it makes sense to be in here. I just yeah. personally. Eh. Uh, then we have the prophecies of Calistrade. I'm not going to lie. I didn't know what this was. I didn't. <laughs> I mean, 
It's. Would you write that in your deity column? Maybe. I don't know. I Maybe? mean, if you're from Druma, possibly. Okay. Because you know, this is Cause again, sec- this is like one that's specific to a region. Prophecies. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess you could. I mean, it, it's yeah. one yeah. of those like it's a kind of a capitalistic uh, society because their edicts are accumulate personal wealth, seek enlightenment through purity of self, foster and aid mercantile pursuits. It's very kind of capitalistic driven. It's very, it's weird. I I mean, again, it's it's tied specifically to an area. Yeah, but you can also worship a deity at the same time that you're part of this. I mean, yeah, it's a a philosophy, so sure. But I don't, it's weird. I don't know. I feel like so, I think the edicts in anathema is weird because I think of anathema <laughs> in a religious sense, not in a philosophical yeah. sense. I think that's what's kind well, of weird. Well, this is a about book it. about yeah. religions. Like it's mostly religions. There's a little bit of philosophy at the end, apparently. Also, a secret organization. The the last part of this book felt kind of odd. And I mean this in the nicest of way, but a little bit thrown together. Like it felt like here's yeah. the the trailer for the next thing coming. Yeah. Or like we needed and to put this somewhere. I guess this book makes sense. Yeah, because that's kind of how yeah. I felt with the, the rest of these with the Sangpachi, the Shoanti, Animism, and the Atheist and Free. Like all of this stuff, it's like I feel like we could have gone more into this in something else. I don't know if yeah. it really fit with gods and magic well, because especially if it's a philosophy. Animism, animism I can see. Yeah. I don't know. It's just it just felt like these maybe didn't belong in this. Yeah, saying she makes me think of like Taoism a little bit, which yeah. is at least yeah. actually a philosophy. So that makes sense yeah. to me. Uh, I think the animism makes sense because that's like a philosophy or a spiritual belief that a group of people yeah. have. That makes sense to me. Um, atheists being in here is funny. It's just like, and also sometimes <laughs> yeah. people don't. <laughs> they're just like well, nah. it, it's <laughs> it's one of those things that i think they call it out but it's like there's no edicts there's no anathema there's no alignment restrictions yeah, like weird. do what you want to do you could know? have been a yeah. paragraph and you could have given me more on something else possibly we're being okay. very critical this is a very good book but the send is very it's, weird it is a very the, good the, book the, it's just some of it seems a little out of place but the information is still really cool <laughs> yeah true yeah i think that this section specifically is kind mm-hmm. of iffy strange yeah Yeah. all right so let's get to feats then character options are good character options oh yeah character options let's get to feats um spells items weapons feats all this is in the in the last section of the book Mm -hmm. yeah uh, i think uh why don't we just go through and pick our favorite feats spells domains and weapons that way we're kind of moving along (laughs) let's start with feats Okay, first feat that I really liked was the um, syncretism. Um, I think this is really neat because if you're in a group with like another devout follower of another, you know, religion and you're like, hey, you know, that actually kind of works with what I already worship. I think you could kind of start adopting more of what that's like their beliefs are. And I, I think that's really cool. I like evangelize because it makes me think of like, church kids and like speaking the good word like you could play a, like a really fun like you're like a young kid who just grew up in the church and you're out in the world trying to convert people to desna and so you're like evangelizing it like everyone you need and it's kind of fun i think it's kind of cute cool. yeah uh i like charlatan Jordan? because it always makes me think of raspberry <laughs> and it's uh you True. know you learn to mimic the ability of spellcasters by studying their flourishes and words but you're activating a magic item 
So you make a deception check to see if you can actually like fool people into knowing that you to think you actually know how to cast that spell. So it, it always makes always makes me think of the of the priests of Rasmurn that always you know none of them are actually spellcasters and get spells, but they you know use wands and pretend to be spellcasters. That is fun. Yeah. So I was the it's just it's a fun feat. You know, it's, it yeah. I would probably never actually take it, but it's just a fun mm. one. Yeah. Uh, I guess moving into spells because that's like a nice segue. All right, so. I wrote down several for this one, but my absolute favorite of the ones I wrote down was Time Beacon, Mm. um, which basically you create a beacon in time intending to return to it if things go wrong. So you can cast time. uh, So basically you have to keep track of everything that happens on this turn after you cast it. And at the end of your turn, you can choose to rewind time. And I'm like, I don't necessarily have the memory for this, I'd, I'd have to like make sure I wrote everything down to actually have this be of any use. I like but it I think the spell itself much. is really cool. That seems like the kind of spell to pull some shenanigans. And I uh-huh. enjoy shenanigans very yeah, much. I, I know you do. Um, There are lots of good spells. Like there's classics and stuff like Illomen and stuff. But Feast I really. Ashes, things like that. Yeah, yeah. I really like Fungal Hyphae. Uh, which essentially you just sprout roots and like fungal network into the ground and you get tremor sense which is Uh rad yep 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 yeah um i i I really like gravity well anything that messes with gravity always is a real like disconcerting kind of spell so a third level spell that basically lets you create a ball of gravity that everybody's moved towards the center of um it just seems fun because you can put it above them and actually have them flying into the air and things like that so um Yep, yep. I, I just, again, I like a little gravity ball. I think that's fun. That is pretty fun. All right. And then uh, there's a bunch of new domains in here. So let's just do the same thing with domains. Um, I just really, okay, like is probably not the right word for this, but I enjoy the sorrow domain because it speaks to my little Edgar Allan Poe heart. True. <laughs> Um, geez, I, uh, I don't know. I really like Wormkin. Um, mm. I, I like dragons. And so anything that's dragon adjacent sounds cool. I like the soul one because your first focus spell is eject soul. Just like, bye. <laughs> you know, like, it, I'm just imagining that is like the doctor, uh, the doctor strange thing where the ancient one like punches him and his soul just pops out the back. You yeah. also get swarm sense, which lets you just like send a swarm to look through, which I do enjoy as well. Is that the that's mm-hmm. a swarm domain, right? Under the that's, swarm domain, sorry, that's yeah, two. swarm domain. I I I like a swarm domain, you know, like I like a first edition druid storm or swarm body spell, and I like the continuation so of it creepy. here. Oh, just so a, creepy. I'm a bunch of ants, and I'm just gonna wander <laughs> off. I mean, your bones are Ooh. left there while your flesh. Keep an eye on my bones, off, friends. I've got to oh, go be yeah. ants. It's I'm so, just so imagining bad. that, and my my fear of ants is just going. Yeah, I no, used it once awful. to get into a tank and really bother people. It was very Ugh. fun. Anyway, okay. <laughs> items and weapons. <laughs> weapons. Weapons Goodness. are cool. The bladed scarf po- is here. Bladed I scarf. Know. How do I get a poly tool? You buy it at the store. You get a Numeria and you buy one. It's 10 gold pieces. I don't know if you can get it outside of of Numeria, uh, though, can you? uh, It's an uncommon. You have to be from Numeria. So you take the uh, region or whatever, Numeria. Yeah, but I just, I want it now. Okay, but they're not (laughs) real. 
Actually, uh, yeah, they are Swiss just Army go order knives. Swiss Army knives. <laughs> yeah, I was like, they're Swiss Army knives. That's all they yeah. are. <laughs> go order one on Amazon or wherever, and then there you go. Oh goodness, okay. Jordan, do you have an item? Oh no, it's Poly Tool, hands down. Yeah, you guys are silly. I like a actually. Scarf I do. I do. Also, I've never actually used one, but I think meteor hammers are really interesting. Just the idea <laughs> of like you basically just have a really long chain and two heavy weights on the end True. of it, and that's a weapon. You know. Yep. It's one of those weapons I would definitely hurt myself. <laughs> oh no, one hundred percent. You definitely 100%. have like choked yourself at least a half dozen times before you figure out how to use that. Yeah, and then there's an appendix that has huge charts of all the domains and stuff, and that's kind of the end of the book itself. Yeah, I was gonna say my only comment on that was I thought something was wrong with my PDF because the chart went to the edge of the page, and I was like, "What the crap?" It just looked really weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so. because it's it's it, it was the way that they printed it. Yeah, it, so and, it will fold out. Yeah, yeah, and so I get it. But it, it freaked me out at first because I was like, why does it look like this? So. Okay. Now let's just do some questions. We've got- There we go. Uh, so many questions. Wow. So many yeah, I was going to say thanks, guys. because we have Yeah, like, thanks oh, for the we questions. We even answered some of the questions in the middle of going through this. Probably. These are kind like, of more like general left. questions. So, all right. Mirror, Herald of Nocticula, is asking, what is our favorite deity that we hadn't really gotten to read about before? Nivy Rumbadazzle. Hmm. Uh, I like Grandmother Spider. I like Alceta. Very cool. They're very okay. neat. I like all of these things. Uh, there's a question from Ark about what does arcane magic represent in Galarian? What mechanic does it operate by? That's a great question. This book does not talk that. about it. Yeah, I don't know how to answer that for you. They they don't really refer to magic in a mechanical sense. Like there's a science behind it yeah. because kind of magic inherently is breaking the laws of reality. So it's hard to like, you know, apply like say physics to it. I don't know. I think that they should it, make a know? book about like arcane and occult magic. That's more about like what wizards and stuff get their magic from studying. Yeah. But what does that mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's practiced incantations and yeah, but stuff, where does guess, the right? magic come from? So I think there could be a book in there. Somebody could make a book in there. Oh, does the magic come from you or from around you or, you know, yeah. are you like tapping into question. the natural force of the universe? Like, how yeah. are you like, there's a thing there. There's something yeah. that could be done there. Maybe, yeah. All right. Uh, ben and Coder Mike from the Discord both asked our favorite boons and our favorite curse. Okay. Favorite boon for me is the major boon from Phrasma because it harkens back to my childhood because it it's it's basically the Highlander curse because you 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 Phrasma mm. has just decided you're not going to die until you fulfill this certain thing, but once you fulfill it, you dead. That makes sense. So it's it, it made me think of Highlander like yeah, except for you. you but die it's a boon like, here and not a curse. It's it's a boon. And it's a weird boon. It, it's it's a kind of like because you, you you can keep coming back and keep coming back and keep coming back and everything. But then when you fulfill your destiny, it's like you're done. And I, I just kind of liked that. Mm. It's a very interesting boon, but I liked it. Curse <laughs> is the moderate curse from Calistria, because this is my ultimate fear in real life <laughs> that pe- <laughs> that people react as though. Anything you say is insulting. Oh, no. That's rough. <laughs> so it's like my anxiety just went like through the roof when I was reading that. I was like, oh, my God. People misconstruing everything I say into something insulting. That's the worst. It's a good curse. Yeah. Um, okay. The boon for uh, that I liked is the major boon for Gozra. Mm. Is you get blessed by Gozra to the wind, have the wind always at your back. Uh, gives you a plus 30 feet tall of your movement and the ability to fly 30 That's feet. That's pretty cool. And I was like, anything that gives you the ability to fly, that's just rad. 
Um, I already talked about it when we were going through it, but uh, the Erastal curse is my mm-hmm. favorite curse, but it's also the worst one because, again, <laughs> yeah. you know, sterilize you, sterilize your pets, your livestock, your crops, just everything or everything you own. <laughs> True. Um, for me, I like Nethesis. I think it's the minor curse. The you're permanently stupefied one. That's He's just awful. like, be a little dumber, actually. I, I, I dislike you. Um, <laughs> and then I really like Desna's moderate boon because anything that lets me re-roll things is fun. This one, Desna twists your fate in your... Ah, Desna twists fate in your favor. Fortune, I can't read. Once per day after determining the result of a check, you can re-roll the check and take the new result. I like anything that lets me re-roll dice. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, let's see. Giga asks, favorite random lore fact about a deity? Oh, my god! Mine was Grandmother Spider deciding to punish the gods for making her their lackey. That just made me, that tickled me. Yeah, uh, that, I think I just I said my my ones for Caden about him picking his dog as his herald and uh, putting a tanker down for Caden. Those aren't in this book. So, uh, I know, but they're my favorite facts <laughs> about the deities. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm gonna go with. I'm just gonna agree with you on the grandmother spider one because that it's one's fun. pretty cool. I, I, think, I read honestly, so much, I, didn't I don't realize can't pinpoint that anything. had a sister. Yeah, yeah, and that's that was true. that's like I, I weird did to think that. of like a giant praying mantis having a eight a six armed human sister. Sorry, you know, so yeah. deity. So uh, I thought that was kind of interesting. Just you know, yeah. everybody's related to somebody. All right, here we go. Uh, Luis Loza asks, which deities do you think should have been in there uh, but didn't make the cut? So I I went and looked about for this one, trying to think of stuff, and I came across uh, Thamir Gix, uh, who's a halfling deity, but it kind of shows a different side to halflings. It's often overlooked. He's more of a uh, chaotic and I don't want to say evil, but he's, he's kind of mean. <laughs> and I hmm. think it's a different side to halflings. That's fun. Hmm. Um, I think the thing that I was missing in here wasn't necessarily a specific deity as much as it was. I would have liked a, a list with a brief overview of deities that have passed. Oh. So like Aridin mm-hmm. and learning a little bit about Aridin, like given that he's deities. kind of central to kind of the, yeah. yeah, or Eudersius and some of these other deities that are like, they, they kind of are gone now, but yeah. you can still see some of their artifacts. You mm. I mean, you can see places where it's like you, you, this used to be a temple to Aridin. Who's that guy in second edition? You know, we don't know. So I think that would have been cool to put in here. Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> I um, haven't talked a while. <laughs> so technically the one I want in there is in there, uh, but she's in the appendix, which really doesn't count. Um, I wish that there was more about Daikitsu, who is the goddess of foxes and rice from the uh, Tien Pantheon. But I just have such a soft spot for her because I played a cleric of her and I was just really into rice and feeding people rice and planting rice. And I want her back because I want to remake that character real bad. Also, foxes are fun. Kitsune are neat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Luis also asks, are there any particular themes that you feel are left untouched by the current list of domains? I think you already kind of answered that one. Uh, mine is, I mean, I could be wrong. This is a huge book, but I'm relatively sure that I didn't find a domain that was like farming. There's like an area of a concern that's farming, but not a domain. Um, 
And I think that that's a domain that Arastel needs to have because there's a different yeah. nature is more wild and farming is more cultivated. And I feel like there's a place for that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I don't know if I've really played enough of second edition yeah. to have felt a gap anywhere. So, I mean, this book is huge, like you said, so it feels fairly complete to me, but that might just be my, you know, not having made as many characters to have tried to make something that doesn't fit into any of the you know, yeah. yeah. Give domains. us a few months and we'll or a few a year or so. <laughs> a few months, and, a few years, years. Yeah. I don't know. I make a lot of characters. Um, Giga asks any pet peeves or grievances with some of the deity info, like Savannah's clerical options violating her own anathema, which is yeah, what I we talked about. about. Yeah. We talked to a couple of a couple of different. Areas I guess it's of this, mostly yeah. me. I I want Asmodeus to have lawful neutral followers. Zonkathon shouldn't have bats. Those are the major uh, ones. You didn't seem to like that Nethus, Nethus had a zebra. <laughs> yeah, but that's just because that's like, I feel like that's a cop out. Nobody thought really hard about that. They were just like, ah, zebra. <laughs> that's funny. It's black and white. I'm sure James Jacobs will be sending you a strongly worded email about he the can, importance And of I'll the be zebra. like, fine. What is your deep, deep reasoning for giving him a zebra? I would love to hear it. <laughs> I'll be waiting. I guarantee you there's yeah, a reason. Yeah, don't be presumptuous. I'm sure there's a reason. It's black and white. It's black and white. The stripes help keep flies off. Wait, is that a, is that a druid fact you just you yeah, just said fact. with? Druid yeah, fact, fact: the the stripes on zebras prevent like not as many flies and stuff will land on them. And a farmer actually painted stripes onto his cows, and it had the same effect. So flies druid are dumb. Facts. Nature is metal, man. Okay. Nature's. I squirted a fly with a water gun today. Anyway. <laughs> My day was weird. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, Eric from Norse Foundry asks, which neutral gods deserve to have champions? And what is the best non-human pantheon? Well, there's only two, so I feel like that's not a fair question. Yeah. That, oh, that, we'll have to wait till yeah. more pantheons come out. Um, I, I'm not sure. Maybe I don't know about the champions as well, but I, does Phrasma have champions? No. They're no, like paladins, they're I, essentially. I, yeah, I think for asthma. So mm. that's mine. <laughs> I I really just want Cassandali to have champions because I want some like techno knight with like you, uh, you know chainsaw sword like going full <laughs> Warhammer 40k <laughs> and just like cutting people down saying, ah, oh, you're oppressing androids. No, we can't have none of that. That's pretty bad. <laughs> I think the Lost Prince, because it would be kind of neat to have like a champion that's all about like finding the lost or accept- accepting that everyone is lost in their own way. Like I think something That'd cool be might be like a, a very like kind of uh, philosophical yeah. champion. Because if you're a neutral champion, you're going to have to be like very philosophical because yeah. you're in the middle, you know? Yeah. That's interesting. Donut Dog with the best name. Uh, what is your favorite Elder God? Um, I looked in the wrong section um, for this. I read it as eldest, and so I, I said mm. the Lantern King. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> Lantern King's neat. He's old. Um, <laughs> Lantern King is a cool for a favorite eldest. Um, I like Zamandor. I, I was going to say I love Zamandor. He's so creepy and bad. Just like, it's, it's got that same kind of vibe of like alien where it's like it's infesting people and it's like taking them over and stuff well and it's very lovecraftian because just to know about it makes it exist so like knowledge in this case is bad very feels right i mean it it feels wrong (laughs) but it feels right oh yeah 
I mean, Nethys is cool with evil also, so he'd be fine with this. Um, Mirror asks, favorite subcategory of deities, elder gods, eldest, demon lords, etc. And which did you wish was explored more? Uh, my favorite subcategory is actually the eldest because I have a love affair of Faye. Me too. Uh, but I oh, wanted to see more from the elemental the lords. I want to know what the heck. <laughs> yeah. But the eldest are yeah. so cool. I love first world. I think world. the eldest are cool because they're not so homogenous. They're very. And that's different. kind of a weird thing to say when you're talking about like you know the all the levels of hell and everything. But it you can have some good deities, some bad deities, some kind of neutral ones, ones that are more like chaotic, ones that are more lawful. Like you get a a good kind of smattering of deities in the eldest pantheon. I would like to see a pantheon rule or whatever for the eldest. And you just worship all the eldest. Yeah, that'd be kind of you know, like you leave yeah. a saucer of milk out, or you like all the, the little brownies. like I'm thinking like super Celtic kind of feels. Like, yeah, mm, that would actually be really interesting. Yeah. That would be interesting. This is a fun question. Dizzy Dwarf says, "Why do you all hail the living God, and what facet of him do you feel most inspired by?" <laughs> He's not uh, in the this living book. part. Duh. He's not in this book. <laughs> I said, uh, I just appreciate a good con. I do. I, mean, I don't. Yeah, if you can convince that many people that you're actually a deity, like props I'm in to on you, it. man. If I'm in on the con, I can appreciate a good con. Yeah, if I'm in on it, but if I'm not, it just frustrates me. <laughs> yes, yes, it's true. Yeah, yes. he's also not in this book. I didn't see him anywhere. He's not actually because he's not actually a god, and that's hilarious. Yep. Okay, yep. he is, however, I believe a very powerful wizard or something. Yeah, he's something. He's so like man. he could be in here for the magic part, but they just did not include true. him. Uh, you can't no worship him because he's not going to give you any spells. Yeah. Yep. Nope. Not yet, anyway. I want that adventure path. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Giga says, which faithful, in your opinions, have the hardest time fulfilling their edicts or avoiding their anathema? Hmm. Ooh. I can tell you mine. Mine is our dad, Lily, which is, I think, one of the devil queen or night queens or whatever. Uh it is her anathema are manipulate others with false promises and aid women who have been unfairly maligned. But you have to manipulate everyone, but you also should help women. Yeah, that's. Hmm. I guess you could be like, you don't have to manipulate everyone. I don't know. I think those are actually her edicts and not her anathema. I don't know. But they feel I'd conflicting to me. I'd honestly have to go back and, and look at them in more detail. I don't think I could pick one out right now. Yeah, that's that's a that requires deeper analysis than I was going to put into this. Well, no, I took a lot of notes, but having to go back through all of them and figure it out, I don't think I have we have time for that. Well, especially <laughs> if you look in the appendix that where it has a list of the edicts and anathemas for every single thing that's in this book, it it's a lot to take in. Yeah, it is a lot. Well, we'll save that for okay. later when we can answer it in a blog or something. Uh, Darkos Phoenix asks, which deity should have received more attention? Um, uh, not a deity, but I, I did wish I'd seen more about the God calling and like how to make that a real thing. Um, I feel like the deities themselves actually got, I mean, all the deities were getting at least a one page spread for all, all the, the deities, deities they included did. I wish that they yeah. had included more of the Sarkorian gods, like the stack mother of the forest of the stone. Cause she's cool. Mm. Yeah. It would have been nice. I think to we've also talked the about Assyrian the things gods. we want more of. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been cool. Yeah. There's always more pantheons to pull from. 
All right. Denev says uh, or asks, where does the cover art rank among the other two ebooks? Ar- cover art, uh, which is your favorite piece? Um, also, if anyone knows where I can get a cover art as my phone wallpaper, let me know. <laughs> I-, I really liked the cover art for this one just because I like the kind of temple look with them standing in their spots and the star stone. And I just love all of the skeletons reaching up for it. Um, so for that, me, that I do was, like that is yeah, cool. that's pretty cool. It, it is interesting that they chose to go with the um, like ascended gods instead of something more holistic that maybe it would have included more of the deities. So it's interesting that they chose those three to to prominently display. Yeah. Where the one in the first edition had like I don't know six or seven different deities on it. Yeah, that's well, my only gripe with yeah. it is like these are all human gods. Yeah. Also that yeah. But the the star stone and the skeletons very cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, my favorite piece of art is the uh, the spread that they have for. Yeah. I mean, the Lamashtu piece fi- that they have is fighting, rad. But the one of them fighting Rovagog is my favorite. It's, yeah, that's yeah. a the really sta- rad. The piece. spread of like all the deities fighting Rovagog is very cool. Uh, <laughs> we talked about all the art we liked on the way. So yeah, <laughs> uh, Good Couch says it's Super Smash Brothers. But with Galarian deities, who's the fighter everyone chooses? Who has the best move set? Who has the most memorable catchphrase? Kay. Good thing we looked at this in advance because doing that on the spot would have been difficult. <laughs> yeah. Calistria, because who is not scared mm. of a wasp? And her catchphrase mm-hmm. would be stings, mm-hmm. doesn't it? Oh, that is <laughs> nice. That's pretty sassy. Nice. <laughs> Um, so, uh, secret fact about me, I am a huge Super Smash Brothers fan, and, uh, at one point was, like, going to tournaments and stuff back in college. Um, so I would pick Caden, because, uh, Super Smash Brothers is famous for being highly biased to Fire Emblem fighters. Go look at the current <laughs> roster and see how many Fire Emblem people they have on the, on the roster. Um, I'm not super ready, witty, but I'm sure he is. It would probably be something like, sit down and have a drink, you'll fight better. All right. I went with Rovagug <laughs> because it already took all the gods to put that guy in a cage. I didn't even defeat him. Yeah, that's and true. Uh, he's not witty, okay. but I mean, maybe is nom 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 a catchphrase? <laughs> like, I-, I think so. I think nom, so. Nom nom nom. Okay, that's his catchphrase. <laughs> I can dig it. I mean, they they do make a good job of of actually making everybody balanced. So it, you know, hopefully, wouldn't matter in Super Smash Brothers. But you know, maybe I'm that's power God-tier. gaming with my Rovagug. Rovagug is god tier. <laughs> yes because he just is such a bad guy he just he eats the scene and you fall down because there's nothing to land on you know like <laughs> there's no platforms because he's eaten them like <laughs> only he has a platform he's like the anti-steve <laughs> these are my tactics uh all right oh we're almost to the end of these questions and then we'll glance at the chat so throw questions in there too uh automator says which deity do you think would be the most fun to play a cleric of how about a champion or a lay follower? So deities for your cleric, your champion, or your just normal person. Okay, I'm going to be controversial here. I was going somewhere with that, but okay. <laughs> um, for all okay, three, I'm picking Caden because I have never actually played a cleric or champion or anything of Caden. So Caden, Caden, Caden. Hmm. Hmm, hmm. All right, now Rachel. Nivy Ramadazzle. For all three? Not surprising. Yep. <laughs> what, what, I is, uh, what is Nibby's alignment? Do all of them even? like that? 
I don't she's know. neutral. I don't think you can be a champion of her. Um, <laughs> no, I, I wish probably have created neutral champions. I like to think true, that they're going to come true. out. I went Heifeng for a cleric because a Tengu cleric yeah. of Heifeng who just gets drunk and like messes things up sounds great. Um, be a good uh, like mix with a, a drunken master monk. If yeah, they ever come that'd up be with fun. That archetype, you know. And then uh, I'd probably want to do a mother jaguar champion because that seems very cool. You're just very mm-hmm. leopardy and stuff. Uh, and then if I was going to be a lay follower, I'd probably follow Serenray because redemption is so neat. Yeah. yeah. I just want a deity that will forgive too. me if I do something bad. It's true. It's fair. It's fair. All right. Not so free. Willie asks, uh, what deity would you like more info on or an AP where they play a role in it? Um, I, I honestly am really intrigued by Kyrgyz, um, just because he's all about competition and, you know, realizing your potential and doing the best you can. And it, 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 he just seems like such a cool guy. Like I'd want to know more about him. It's kind of the, the deity I'd want to go get a drink Hmm. with and possibly have him spot me at the gym. (laughs) Nice. I went black butterfly because I think it'd be fun to be like, we are the silence and we are attacking those evil cultists. You versus the dominion of the black. Yeah. Oh, Starfinder Adventure Path would be very good. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. I feel like it'd be kind of neat if you had something with Nocticula, where like mm. you have to like help some of her followers somehow. Or I don't. I don't know. Like it'd be really cool Nocticula because you know she also is, this, is weird. Seems you know, weirdly approachable. You know, with like she's yeah. just all about art and like you know redemption and mm-hmm. stuff. Like I feel like she'd be pretty chill to yeah. just be like, "Hey guys, can can you go get some art for me? Like I'm just, I'm just really hurt that they're gonna destroy it. You know, just." Make it not happen. Mm. Yep. Mm. Uh, were there any big domain or specialty changes to any of the deities from 1E to 2E? What was your favorite detail that you're looking forward to incorporating in a future character? This is from uh, D. Gib or Gib. Oh, gosh. D. Gib, I believe. I just said I didn't think there were that many changes. Uh, There are some stuff missing, like there's some domains missing, but that's because I think a lot of them have kind of been combined or renamed. Yeah, I think in the interest of trying to, like the the domain system had gotten very complicated with subdomains and and tons and tons and tons of domains that I think they kind of tried to keep it a little bit simpler. Um, Just to... It's it's again if there's too many domains to pick from it's the it's the paradox of choice where it's just I'm never going to be able to make a choice. Um, overall, I didn't feel like the the at least for the core twenty that anything really changed that I was like wow that doesn't make any sense anymore. You know they didn't really change like you know favorite colors favorite weapons anything like that. Um, the edicts and anathemas are new, but I felt they're pretty in line with with how the deities are. Mm-hmm. So I mean that's technically new, but it, I wouldn't say it's a change per se. True. Also, I really like the anathemas and the edicts, and that's the kind of thing that, like, playing a divine caster is cool because you have to follow these things, and they kind of give you something to like latch onto for roleplay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Last question before we look at the chat on Twitch. Evil Ardvark asks, which two gods would have the best looking children, and which would have the worst? Goodness. Ken. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out here. All right. The worst ones, hands down, is Rovagug and Glounder. Because they're two like yep, insectile yeah. little gross yep. things. Uh, ugliest babies. Ugliest babies. True. True. Um most beautiful babies, I'm gonna go with Serenray and Nocticula. 
just because mm, mm. they're both attractive. They make attractive kids. Fair, fair. I, ship I picked Shalin and Gruhasa. Even though Shalin seems mostly into women, for the purpose of just making a spawn on looks alone, Shalin and Gruhasta. Fair enough. Yeah. Because he's good looking and she's good looking. Mm. See, I went more the the two women approach too, and I went for uh, Calistria and Octicula. Mm, mm. Those are both mm. two sexy women. That's true. Now, if we're having then. to go like. Who's Ago? No, we did. We already did. Oh, we've all agreed. We've all agreed on the most ugly combination. (laughs) It's that's universally. Yeah. All right. Let me look through the chat. So grab questions. Try to wrap this up fairly soon. We have gone very long. Oh yeah, we have. Uh, Let's see. Scrolly, scrolly. Oh my god! So sorry. Uh, Okay. So most fantasy worlds and real world religions have a good creator. Or a somewhat disconnected neutral force, but Asmodeus is the creator and also evil. That seems novel or different. What do you think? Is he the mm. only creator, though? I think that that's one of those like he says he's the creator, and some people have said that he's creator. But I, also, yeah, there's I don't know if people necessarily buy mythology he's the on creator. it. Yeah, and he's a bit of a con man, so I don't know if I believe him. I do think it's interesting to have like conflicting stories of how the world was created because that yeah. feels very worldly and real. I like yeah, that. I mean, actually, I, I remember I had a, a history teacher who put it very succinctly in that uh, <clears throat> if you look at the kind of environmental factors of where where a group of people were, their deities tend to reflect that. So why are the, you know, uh, what was it? The Assyrians? Somebody that was in the Nile Valley that had like, you know, they had very uh, Egyptians? big problem. No, 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 oh, no. Uh, this Syrians is with uh, a Mediterranean uh, fertile crescent kind of place. They had a lot of flooding. And so their deities were very vengeful, very like out to get them. And then you have like the Egyptian mm-hmm. deities where the Nile floods very regularly, very, you know, peacefully. And their deities are a lot more peaceful because of that. And I think that it's it's interesting to think of what the I guess the impact would have been to cause an evil deity to have created the world unless you look at it in terms of you were, it was created so that you would suffer. And that's kind of just a Debbie downer. And I don't think anybody really likes that. Well, <laughs> that's not a happy message. And we already, we already know that there was a first world and that Galerian is technically <laughs> yeah. the second. Yeah. The, yeah world. For the second world, what happened to the first world? Hmm. Um, Somebody called for a mulligan. So let's see. Kick the table says, uh, what two deities would you like to see together in an odd couple style uh, mismatched pantheon. I know my answer. Ooh, odd couple. Yeah, like an odd couple. Like it feels mm. like a buddy cop movie kind of a thing. Mine's Nivy, Rombodazzle, and Torag. Well, that's because they're already an odd <laughs> couple. I know, but that feels hysterical. That would be a comedy. Feels sure. like a grouchy. Yeah, that'd be funny. Oh man, um, I kind of like the idea of Serenre and Besmara. That'd <laughs> uh, be a weird one. Um, I know. Hmm. I think I'd go with Arastle as the like grumpy old man kind of, and Caden just pulling him along on an adventure, and him just being like, "Yeah, why are we doing this? There's no point in doing this." And then having a True. good time, you know. 
Shalin and Gorum would be an interesting pairing. Ooh, that'd mm-hmm. be weird. I could see that. The one Love who loves the one who, do- who wants to fight all the time. Like, that'd be weird. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Yep. Oh, uh, I don't know. Well, let's take like uh, one more question and then we'll wrap up. Uh, Wolf Mafia says, if you had the opportunity to meet one of the deities in a game, which god and which character? Ooh. Like our That's current hard. game, like let's do current games, I guess. Um, well, we can only really talk about one. Well, we have two. We could say unless, talk unless we about, want to play the whole game uh, of like, explaining our entire character. You know, I just really want Elsa to meet any god, but I think she would like to meet Arasni the most. Yeah, that would make sense. But she'd be cool meeting yeah. anyone, to be honest. She would just be like, you're a god! She liked meeting kind of Grotus. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. I think uh, I don't know, because, Citra like, would want to meet... Options are, my options are Gorum hey, You with just Octavia. interrupted her, bruh. Oh, sorry. I couldn't <laughs> okay. hear when I was talking. Um, I was thinking just because Citra has been spending so much time with Falto that she'd want to meet Caden. Oh, that's cute. She's heard First all the off, stories. Everybody wants to meet Caden. It'd be Caden's funny if, like, deity. well, but think about it. She's like, th- would be this foreigner. So she ever like traveled back with Falto, and like he's like, yeah, you know, and every now and then, you know, they have this uh this mug that's glued to the uh, to the bar or whatever, and she's like sitting there and they're having drinks or whatever, and then some guy sits down next to her and lifts it up, and she's just like, oh my gosh. like <laughs> I just think that would be perfect. total fangirl moment. That'd like, be very fun. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I've heard so many stories about you. <laughs> that is true. That would be very fun. Yeah. All right, Jordan. What do you got? My choices aren't great. It doesn't I've have to got... be a god you worship. Yeah. I think Sudi meeting Sekhmet would be very interesting. It would be interesting be cool. just because I'd kind of want to get like, Sudi hasn't actually learned what Sekhmet's all about. So maybe coming and being like getting it from the source of like, so Sekhmet, what are you all about? I don't understand. She's like, war, I'm to buddy. worship you, but how do I worship you? Killing you know? bad things. <laughs> so, yeah. I fight mean, the good fight. Know, fighting fights. Mm. Starting scraps. Mm. Being scrappy. Yep. So it's true. I guess we'll go yep, with that. Yep. Cool. All right. Well, I guess we'll wrap up there. Thanks for hanging out and joining us. Yep. Um, <laughs> this ran super long, but you know what? So there were so yeah, many thanks deities. For, thanks so for sticking it out with us deities. as we rambled through this uh, true. very... It's it's not even like a super long book, but it is like dense. A hundred and thirty-five yeah. pages. Many so good pretty, things are here, and we wanted to talk about book. all of them. There's some good stuff. Yep. You'll true. have fun with it. Good times. Uh, all right. Until next time. Bye, Pathfolk. Good luck, Pathfinders. Gotta say it for Rick, you know. Bye, Pathfolk. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. Bye. <laughs>